<laughs> my, my, my 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 tangent was every move. metal my, my tangent the other week was every metal gear after two sucks random shit well like the thing is like i'm not, I'm not crazy about three but i but I, I honestly do think three might be the worst one for me yo I dude thank you everybody yeah, loves three yeah. it's not that good it's really no, not no uh, it's like it's just like oh what if he was James it, Bond that's all it is who cares it's just fan service though like remember Revolver yeah. Ocelot well now he's like why what that's yeah. not, that was he never was brought young up before. once we know yeah. we knew that <laughs> it's it's just like when they put R2D2 and C3PO in Star Wars and you're like fuck you like in yeah. the prequels too you tell me Darth Vader built C3PO how little respect do you have for me as your audience <laughs> that's the fucking re- you know what I mean like very little yeah, it would turn turns out. out. <laughs> turns out, yeah, he's an he's an respect in the fan base. <laughs> All right, well, like we're already recording because I'm just no way I'm not keeping that fucking shit. <laughs> like talking about like choice Star Wars. Uh, it's funny. It's like I'm catching up on the doc, and this is basically behind the scenes. But I'm catching up on the doc, and like sometimes that means I'm reading something and also listening to Scott rant about something, and just. <laughs> He's still no respect fan base. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, Joyce. but but then, but then like Joyce. again, again, like it's been it's been like a thing. Like I'm like, I, what does Jello love that I can destroy? Yeah, or not not destroy, Good but move. just like just but just like exaggerate my my dislike for specific aspects of it. You know what I mean? Like I I'm not I'm not crazy about Breath of the Wild, and we'll get into that later in the pod because we're covering the sequel. Oh, can't yeah. wait! But I but I I ripped on I I basically said that every Zelda has been the same fucking thing with a new gimmick. Since Ocarina of Time, which is 100% true, right? Like 100%. But I also said, and I stand by this, the last good one was Wind Waker. And that pissed him all the way the fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) You ever just feel yourself sell your soul just to make someone mad? You like say things that you don't even agree with. But like seeing the fact that you like affected someone else so negatively, like makes it worth it. It just feels good. That's how you know you're a piece of shit. Just gotta accept it. Move on. That's how you know that if Satan himself came to Earth and offered you a deal, you'd probably take it, you piece of shit. Uh, well, the question is like, the question is, what's the deal that Satan's offered me? Like, is, is it like, I mean, it would, like again, it comes back to the Thanos snap. You know, like w- would Satan uh, banish everyone who owns a Dodge to hell? Because I, I could sign up for that. You know, I, I yeah, can get that with that. Hang on, I think specifically I, like a Dodge Caravan, though. No, 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 no. Like, have you ever, have you ever seen? Like a Dodge Charger pulled over and all the blood rushes from everyone else in your body directly to your cock because you're so excited that that piece of shit that you heard from like three miles back got pulled over one mile ahead of you. Yeah, but it's got a Hemi. What's here's the real question. Remember the episode of Workaholics where they were saying, what's the lowest amount of money that you would blow a guy for? Mm-hmm. So what's the what's the least like what, what's the like lowest wish that you would Ooh. sell your soul to the devil for? Okay. okay. <laughs> The lowest wish. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if this counts as the lowest wish, but that I could drink as much as I wanted without dying of liver disease. Yeah, that's nice. Okay, good one. It's not. It doesn't help anybody but me. Yeah, but, but but he's gonna he's gonna monkey's paw that wish and like have you get hit by a car while you're completely <laughs> sober one day, and then take your your immortal soul for all eternity. Well, I'm an eternal optimist, so I went into that uh, hypothetical assuming he would not monkey paw that thing, Scott. <laughs> okay. All right. Well. <laughs> 
I don't think. I don't think what's your retort to I've that? Read, I've read a lot of R.L. Stein books, and I don't think that's how the monkey paw works, Chris. I think the devil would lowball me, and he'd, he'd like open with a fake offer, like, oh, a half inch onto your dick, and I'd be like, deal. And then boom, and I'd think that I won that deal with the devil. But it would be like a wart that was an extra half exactly. inch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's how the monkey's paw works, man. Yeah, or like a third ball that's in the middle, so you're never comfy sitting ever again as long as you live. <laughs> Oh man, you know, uh, <laughs> Scott. What about yours? Oh God, that's that's difficult. <laughs> There's so many people I hate. <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't use I wouldn't use it to like destroy somebody else. I think I, w- I would use it to assimilate to to become somebody else. Have you ever you seen think? the movie that movie uh, Be Dazzled with Brendan Fraser, yeah. the absolute honey yeah. of the of the of the late nineties? And Elizabeth uh, was Hurley, that was, I um, but yeah. oh, that's what I was gonna say, yeah. Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. We're still. I was. I would. I would, use, I would nope. use. I would use my wish to have Elizabeth Hurley sit on my face. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> that had nothing to do with the movie, but you know what no. I mean. Yeah. No. No. You actually, know. actually, my. I would be a millionaire, and Amy Jo Johnson would be my wife. That's what, that's what happened. <laughs> I have to look up who Amy Jo Johnson is. I got to be. Oh, honest she was. With she you. was. She was the Pink Ranger. Oh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Remember all those rumors about her doing porn weren't true, and that was a huge bummer. Yeah, really. <laughs> we all turned into <laughs> investigative journalists that week. I, 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 I legitimately like like the other night someone like someone said something about her about her doing porn. I legitimately Google whether she was ever in Playboy. Nope. No, nope. it wasn't in there. Can't see her Mm-mm. butthole anywhere. Yeah. You know who else that- wasn't? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Big, big upset. Big sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couldn't just lob one on white, Jen. I don't. Yeah, I don't, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even pretend that to be with people like, well, I. I, I have a subscription to Playboy. I don't. I don't. I would never read the articles. The page would be too sucked together for me to make out <laughs> what the sentences and, and paragraphs were. Uh, I, we kind of missed. I think like our generation kind of missed the the porn magazine thing. Like I, it was no, there. I, mean, I knew of them. I remember looking at them. But like by the time I was old enough to know what to do with my dick, it was like the internet existed. So yeah. Oh uh, no. I mean, I mean, like, me and this kid Jimmy that I was friends with when I was younger. Not the Jimmy you guys know. A much better Jimmy. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> top shelf. Jimmy? Yeah, fuck that other Jimmy yeah, you were t- talking about. <laughs> top, top, top shelf, Jimmy. Uh, we felt like we bought a porn mag off of one of my neighbors. This kid Ben, who lived next door, Ben was a fucking weirdo. Ben spent most of Sounds his time like it already sh- shooting birds with a BB gun and hanging them up like he was like the huntsman. Oh no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but Ben's more like the huntsman. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, ben, ben was a fucking weirdo. Uh, ben was a weirdo until I was old enough to get drunk and get high. Then we were kind of like he was like in mid twenties and I was like seventeen. And like I didn't know that he was a fucking loser, and he liked that, so he'd yeah. hang out with me. <laughs> yeah. uh, we've but, all uh, known a type like but, that, but, my but, cousin. <laughs> but, but when Ben was fifteen, and I was like, I don't know, fucking, he had to be older. He had to be like in his is like eighteen, nineteen. And I was like fucking twelve. He sold me a porno mag, and I was so afraid to bring it in the house that I kept it outside in a plastic bag. But the moisture got in, guys, and guess what happened? Those pages got wet. Mm. And then sure. the wi- and then the winter came. Those pages got frozen together. You ever try? You ever you ever been so horny when you were younger that you desperately tried to pry open a frozen magazine to see it? An areola? Because I have. Nope. <laughs> no, I, I honestly can't say that I have. I I, I'm just fixated on the audacity of selling someone a cummy magazine. Like you wouldn't just give that away, wouldn't you? Want to get rid of it at some point? I mean, in his defense, it wasn't cummy. He must have been. He must have been aiming to the right because it never like none of the pages <laughs> stuck together when we got it. A <laughs> uh, real shocker here. No cum, almost no cum. When I got it, when it made its way to me. Yeah, I mean, I didn't put, I didn't put it under a black light, you know, because like the other person I knew who had a black light was Ben. <laughs> 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 
I could buy that off of you too. This kid's actually a hustler. No, yeah. loser. <laughs> he's selling you everything he's got. No, I, I, and I, then I, I sold this fucking kid the black light to find my cum. <laughs> it's a real Scott Tetherman situation we have here. Just uh, <laughs> be a Scott Tetherman joke. Yeah. Hit, me, hit me a couple seconds yeah. late. Oh, I, that's I amazing. Yeah, I don't think we're going to top the Hisano respect in the fan base. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're definitely not. But I was going to just use the Scott Tenement joke to segue. Uh, so I'm going to do that now awkwardly. Welcome, welcome, welcome Perfect. to the Cynical Nerd. Boys, we have reached a milestone. Some might even call it a kilometer stone. I wouldn't because they're not exactly the same thing. Uh, <laughs> this is episode 34, and you know... How do you know Ooh, yeah. how, how dirty we all are <laughs> that this means we're going to mention rule 34 as often as possible this yeah. episode. I didn't discuss that with these guys. That's just what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, 34 rules for fucking your co-hosts. No, I don't want that. <laughs> no, Is, wasn't that wasn't that the, wasn't that the fucking uh, Is that the sequel to 10 things I hate about you. I, I thought that was the John, I, <laughs> I thought I thought that's why John Ritter's heart exploded. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Out the gate firing with shots against the dead. It's rude. Uh, can you imagine if 10 Things I Hated About You Make, Making me sit through three problem child movies was rude too, John. So, <laughs> or even. Hey, he's just trying to get a buck, man. He's trying to make a buck. John Ritter was a hilarious man. Leave his name. Leave his name stately. In the uh, I mean, he, he, he peaked on Three's Company, though, right? Big of time. Course. I also had to, yeah. like, pretend I cared when he died because everyone else was doing it. And I was just like, oh. I should probably be making these facial expressions too every time someone mentions John Ritter for the rest of my life. Make it sound like you're an android. <laughs> How do I make the? It's the Harry the Case situation all over again, right? Where like everyone's every, like, no one was a like. There's no way people in their like early twenties were diehard John Ritter fans when he passed. There's no fun. Like, your parents are sad. That makes sense. You're sad. Like you listen to Miley Cyrus. What the fuck do you care? Like, I don't get it. I'm going to need to start planning for like every eventuality because <clears throat> if I, if you had said that and I was able to just produce like a John Ritter picture that yeah, I had like framed. a John Ritter tattoo across <laughs> your yeah. fucking pec. I'm just going to have to start like, I'm going to have to do like a bingo card of where Scott's jokes are going to wander and just try to be prepared for all eventualities. Mm-hmm. Really, it's going to take the comedy to the next level. Also, have- I, I, I believe you had two welcomes down, one to go. I only do welcome welcome. Oh no! Oh, that's weird. Now, now you got to do the final one by yourself, like just one. It's gonna be weird. Welcome. Oh God. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> now you got to do it again. You got to like do a three. dry <laughs> orgasm. Just do all welcome, three. welcome, welcome Perfect. to episode thirty-four, where we talk about all the ways you can fuck your favorite cartoon critters as long as they look like they're older than twelve. And we're gonna get into that shit too <laughs> oh, today. No! Oh no! <laughs> I, I intentionally didn't put any of the Nintendo Weeb games in, in the dock because I didn't want—I didn't want to waste too much oh, no. time on them. <laughs> no, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. We got into a debate. I, well, hang on. First off, we have weekend review news. We have trailers. We have some remnants of E3 coverage, aka Nintendo uh, news to cover, and then we have plenty of main topics. So we do kind of have to hustle today. We made a great. We started off with a great pace last episode and lost it towards the end. <laughs> we really did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, however, we're going to strive to get through all the stuff. We have a lot of really cool stuff to talk about, and I like this week's docket because it's paired back. It feels like we only have the creme de la creme of shit and or cool stuff to discuss. Um, Hold on. First out the gate is something that just happened today, and I thought it was so incredibly horrible and such a terrible oversight by uh, 
by Crystal Dynamics that we should talk about it. And that's the Avengers game that people are still playing. Uh, the latest Amazingly. update that just came out leaks all your personal info right out on the screen as soon as you log in. Log in, it shows your username, it shows your uh, WAN IP address, which is how anybody in the world who any, knew anything about computers could basically locate you down to like a block. Uh, you know, all that fun stuff. And um, that's just a whole bag of shit, right? Like, how do you fuck that up? How do you... That's got to be like a developer code that's somehow now displaying on the screen. And the fun thing is, it's not like if you're streaming it, you can just put like a little black bar over it because apparently it moves around the fucking screen. That was the most comical part about it to me. Like, (laughs) how much more could you possibly fuck up that it's not even just like like fixated to a static spot on the fucking display. <laughs> it bounces around, so you can't fucking yeah. cover it. Like, are you kidding it's me? So, it's like, it, oh, you almost got me. <laughs> is there is there really, like, that large of a community that streams Avengers, though? Is there? And are their uh, identities worth stealing is the next question. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like if, if you're streaming Avengers, what, six months after launch, still, like... Is stealing your IP address really the worst thing that's going to happen to you in your life that day? Because, like, you woke up, right? That has to be detrimental in yeah. itself. Um, yeah, I'm with, I, 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 it's hard to feel bad for anybody who's playing that game still at all. <laughs> that's all I can say. You do, you're doing this to yourselves. Uh, yeah. The closing of the... I don't usually shout out the authors of articles that we uh, totally rip off of to read our news here, but this is a Kotaku article. And uh, the last line of this article, written by Mike uh, Fahey, uh, although he's a, he's a bro because he plays World of Warcraft, and has throughout all the years. Uh, his last line is, and that, my friends, is the most interesting thing that's happened in Avengers all year. <laughs> Which is 100% yeah. true. Um, yeah. It's unfortunately, you know. it's unfortunate someone can't just snap their fingers and make half their player base disappear, right? <laughs> I was waiting for the Thanos joke. I'm, I'm just, like, I'm just saying, like, the, the amount of people that, that still play this and support the DLC, like, it, it's the Destiny thing all over again. You're just, you're, you're reinforcing bad habits that these companies have. To sell you half finished games and sell you the rest. Fuck them. Yeah, remember when Anthem was so bad that everybody just stopped playing it, so they just stopped supporting it and it just died? Yeah. We should yeah. do that more with more games. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Just yeah, let agree. them go away. Yeah. Uh, consequently, with the theme of the week, uh, there's probably a lot of Rule 34 out there for the Avengers, huh? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, there's definitely at least at least several crew drawings of the Hawk splitting Black Widow's <laughs> brown eye I was gonna say I was gonna say and then you just answered it for me I was gonna go quick vote who do you think has the most rule 34 and it is unquestionably gotta be the Hulk destroying Black Widow no question yeah but then there'll be like Loki and Thor rule I'm willing to you do the I mean? research like- <laughs> <laughs> sorry I was waiting for whoever was gonna say anything next <laughs> what? I didn't hear. Qu- question. Question is second second biggest cock of the Avengers because clearly Hulk's got the biggest. Uh, I mean, you want to say Thor, right? But the hammer's got to be like he's making up for something. Yeah, this, right. he's got to be he's got to be compensating. You know, I'm gonna go. Ooh, okay, power based. It could be Ant Man very easily. Yeah, even if it's not, he can just make it so. Boom. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's fair. <laughs> He's even got this little throwable things. I wonder if he can just hit his little dinker and make it balloon up for a little bit. Try to think of a pin particle cum joke and I, I got nothing. I like that I really tickled Derek with that. And it was such a stupid joke. It's probably because it's a dinker. He's yeah, like, I love dink, the word dink. dinker. It just gets yeah. me. It just gets through to me. Yeah, it just, it just gets yeah. me.
Shoulder shrug. Uh, all right, let's talk about some some Twitch drama. I, I want to talk about some Twitch drama. Uh, our favorite provocateurs, Amaranth and Indie Fox. Never heard of her before today, unfortunately. Fortunately, sorry. Uh, have been banned. These are the ones who made the hot tub streams temp go through the roof, right? Yeah, they're temp banned, and that's part of the uh, excuse me. That's part of the problem here. Is that? According to most sources, and I'm not 100% sure if this number is accurate, but everybody I keep hearing is saying it, uh, Amaranth and Indy Fox are on their fourth and fifth bands, respectively, for Twitch, um, which would make them obvious repeat offenders for the same thing, sexually explicit content. And everybody started to play the uh, what's fair game by saying, like, well, if somebody like, you know, I don't know, fucking XQC was banned for doing the same thing, you think they would let him get away with it four or five times? No, he'd have been permabanned after the third at the latest offense. Yeah. But some of these people, and I, I can't pick, I don't have it written down, but the, there was someone who gave an example of a player who was banned for doing an action the first time permanently, and mm-hmm. it wasn't even like cheating in a game or something. So they're clearly getting a little bit of uh, preferential treatment here. And what they're doing, and I, I don't, okay, so look, I don't like this guy, but I'm going to use him as an example. Um, Gold, the World of Warcraft, World of Warcraft streamer. Yeah, he's I used to like the him. Absolute, he's in, the absolute worst, I, right? Yeah, I used to like him until oh. I realized he was. He's um. He's. I don't know if he realizes this, but he's like borderline like conservative cuck. Like the shit he says, um, it's really bad. And I'm not trying to get political, but he says like the um. He's like the Pepe the Frog embodiment mm. of the basement dweller. And it, look, he's kind of a smart guy, but he says some really off color shit sometimes. and doesn't realize it. My whole point is, he made a video about this. And he was talking about he's like, you know what the problem is? It's my problem with this is that it's selfish because they're going to hurt me because they're using Twitch platforms to basically shill porn to children. They use they use their Twitch, their Twitch addresses, their Twitch channels to advertise their OnlyFans, mm-hmm. which is legitimately softcore porn, like legit, not even a question, because so in some I cases, research in some in some cases, hardcore porn, in yeah. some cases, hardcore porn. To a, an arguably mostly underage audience. And he was like, look, if all this is going to take is a CNN or an MSNBC or a Fox News to do an expose on all this shit. And then Twitch gets harassed and shut down and all these advertisers pull out. And then my fucking wallet gets hurt. And he was right. He has a good point. So I got to give credit where credit's due. Um, what they're doing, because I haven't even mentioned that yet, is Amaranth and Indie Fox specifically have been doing ASMR. Now, that's not new. They've been doing that weird shit, which I can't fucking stand for years. What's wrong <laughs> is that, not wrong, but what's sexually suggestive is now they're doing it in yoga shorts. They're doing it while they're doing uh, sexually suggestive yoga poses, and they're licking the microphone. So they're literally showing the kids what it would like look like if they were probably blowing somebody. It's it's more or less what it comes down to. And again, I did the research. <laughs> Can I? I mean, <laughs> I, I, I've got it. I've got a joke. Like I, I, I read this article and I read some of like the the captions of tweets where like this girl's talking about how like she's not she's not a fad chaser. She like helped push the category of ASMR yeah. to, to the heights that it's at, like the heights that it's at, like <clears throat> everybody who isn't jerking off to you thinks you're a fucking weirdo. People yeah. who want to, li- who want ASMR to relax to don't want ear licking sounds. That shit's annoying. You wearing a fucking horse head mask, neighing and smack, like f- face fucking yourself into a microphone. Isn't relaxing anybody. People who listen to, who want to have ASMR style things t- tend to suffer from anxiety and need 
white noise to drown it out, right? Like, so you're, you're going to listen to somebody who's maybe doing an audiobook and listen to maybe like the sounds of the ocean, white, like a white noise machine. You don't want somebody fucking. It's it's gross. It's weird. It's it's perverse in a way that me, even as I guess you couldn't say I'm a professional pervert. Cause I never hurt anybody. But I'm, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that, that, that'd be a bad title to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, a, a, a connoisseur of the pornographic, a, con- a connoisseur of the perverse. Uh, I I wouldn't like imagine walking in on on your kid listening to this and watching like dude like it's just I, I, yeah. I don't I I think this is more damaging than pornography to, to be honest a hundred percent. Um, it's, it's just, it's, it's manipulative. It's abusive. These people are clearly sociopaths who want to push the envelope and they keep getting a free ride. They keep getting a, a pass out of all the horseshit they're doing. And it's, it's just infuriating man, to watch this. Like it's, it's, I'm embarrassed for her watching these clips and she's talking about it as if she's like some, some talented human being. Like all you're doing is, is like, you're beautiful, but your personality is clearly shit. Cause you see what you, the way you treat your followers and all you're doing is just. What like you're just wearing uh, an outfit and you're licking a microphone? Anyone could do. Yeah, they literally call it ear licking. That's yeah, yeah. You're 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 you're, you're, anyone could do what you're doing. Not talented. And if you had like if you had a personality, you probably wouldn't have to resort to this kind of shit to get a following, right? Is that sexist to say? Does that make me sound like a fucking an incel? But it's fucking true. No, No, because that's always that's always the dilemma I have whenever like Amaranth or titty streamers in general get brought up is that it's always like I think all right. If I was in a situation where like but like my body was enough to make money off of it by just sitting in front of a camera and doing goofy shit, would I do it? Absolutely, if I didn't have to fucking work or only work, you know, three hours out of the day or whatever. So like on one hand, I always go, that's my first reaction. It's like, all right, well, I get it. It's like it's really the issue isn't the the streamer, the titty streamers. It's the, the fact that people will actually throw money at them. And that's the real issue. But then you look at like these videos like of the and and again listeners sometimes there's just a visual element that like we can't provide for you on an audio medium but there's if you were to youtube uh amaranth horse mask asmr you'd likely find a 30 second clip of her literally in a horse mask in like tight tights basically like getting face fucked by her microphone and it's just like uh, I would like to point out that the tights are Gwen Stacy's Spider Gwen tights. I did the research. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. This guy does his fucking research over here. Yeah. Um, I feel like I got a bit going. I'm having a good time. Yeah, you're like Professor Jones over here. Yeah. I, I just I see that, and it just it just looks like it just looks like undiagnosed mental illness to me like there's something <laughs> wrong with really though yeah. like what are you doing like what you, it's so cringe right like humiliating I know doing anything to get money exactly get money. I don't, so I don't how mind. far does it go before you have to draw a line in the sand and go whoa you can't fucking do that here like you gotta go somewhere else for that so I'm like per- I, I, I'm not I, I don't blame Twitch I, I hate that I'm saying anything positive about Twitch but I don't blame them whatsoever to go like alright maybe there's nothing you know actually sexually risque happening there's no nudity there's but it's kind of like how fucking far is this gonna go like how weird is this gonna get and how much do i want one of the biggest streamers of my site to like that that to be a reflection of our values as a company i totally get why they go like hang on let's just time out this and and figure out you know the problem is that they've timed her out four or five times without actually issuing a permanent ban you know and and i i agree with you i applaud them for doing it it's not enough yeah um like whether or not her viewers approve of her methods which clearly they do 
Twitch's community guidelines have literal pages dedicated to sexually suggestive content on the yeah. site, and the general idea is that it's not fucking allowed. And here it is. Yeah. Not only being perpetuated, but allowing those content creators to advertise even worse shit, like their OnlyFans page, which <laughs> I'm not going to say I did the research, but because uh, I did, or I said it already earlier, so it's fine. Yeah, I like I did. I did look up Amaranth. I'm a grown man. I can look it up her fucking OnlyFans page. And she I mean, she's she might not be doing hardcore, but she's got the nipple tassels on with nothing else. And she's moving her ass around. She's got a thong on. And she's Wait, like so people pay money and she doesn't even have the nips showing. As far as I can see, no. She does that's a couple of shots. That's losers. Like, Shame on you. If yeah, you that's spend fucking money offensive. On oh not my even God. nipples, you are a piece <laughs> of I, shit. I, I You're worse than the, the fucking wh- weebs. You're worse than the fucking furries. <sighs> Fuck you if you pay money for not even nipple. I would like I would like to interject here, like just to clarify, like I agree with you that if I could just be pretty on camera, I would do that too. Well, you're doing it all- right now. You're doing great. Oh, Keep it up. Oh, look at you. Yeah, look you're, at you. You're Thank you. Oh, man. But but it's also like there's so many beautiful, talented personable female streamers uh, and, and male streamers who are lovely to look at easy on the eyes you know who you are you know who you are out there not you jello uh but uh <laughs> no but but like but but like it's it's if you come for somebody's personality if you come for you know for the gameplay there's different aspects to it um it just seems to me like if she was playing a game i wouldn't pay her any mind i wouldn't care it's just this is like it's 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 so out of left field it's so weird and it seems like she, it's, it's like a testing of boundaries it's almost like she's playing a joke on everybody she's andy kaufman everybody yeah. Yeah. but instead of being uh, an intelligent uh comedian and planning out well thought decade-long bit she's just being a dumb cunt and people are throwing money at her well i would right. say that, i would say that she's the tony clifton of twitch oh you hear that no you're not gonna hear that you know, we're nobody but you are you are for the record the dumbest most self-involved, full of shit, piece of shit I've ever seen on any platform, any social media platform ever. Oh, Tony Clifton. Oh, that was good. Oh, that was yeah. a good Thank you. fucking Thank reference. You. Holy shit. Thank you. I didn't register I'm sad right I didn't away. Get it. Yeah. Uh, get to- it. Tony Clifton was the guy that uh, Andy Coppin dressed up as to be to be his his uh like lounge singer persona. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. This guy's right. seen Man uh, on the Moon. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, and uh, every so, episode of Taxi. <laughs> uh, so fuck Amaranth, basically. Uh, I don't know. Twitch needs to do more about it, but I'm glad they're taking the steps they are. Uh, uh, thankfully, this topic seems to be ballooning around the internet uh, with a lot of other people weighing in with their opinions. So hopefully, Twitch takes some more permanent measures. Oh man! Uh, as You're- of right now, I'm pretty sure Amaranth and Indie Fox have been unbanned already. So. You know what's coming next, right? They're gonna be popping Me? balloons. With, they're, they're, they're gonna be popping right. balloons with their butt cheeks. Speaking of ballooning, like they're gonna be fucking, <laughs> like popping shit with their, like crushing watermelons with their thighs. It's gonna get weirder. It's yeah. gonna get weirder. They're gonna though. shoot like Bondles. oxygen into their butthole and then inflate the balloon with their farts or mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't somebody fart on a microphone? I would watch that. <laughs> Did, didn't didn't somebody legit fart on a microphone though? Like like she had the fart on it. They like they I were like no they were like no sub and like no something until you fart or something like that. I saw like the the fucking chat window, and I hope you bring hope it you hope it's a meme, but I don't think it was. <laughs> bring those guys to my stream. I'll fart on my gold deck. <laughs> uh, my 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 good IRL friend, uh, Mr. Paul Flart. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know you know Paul Flart. Oh, right? I know I know Paul Flart. Yeah, uh, real name I will not disclose that I I know him I was from high school. Say, I hope that's and, not uh, his name. <laughs> 
You don't know who Paul Flart is? No. Oh, he was, no. Oh, yeah, we got to... He, he got... Well, we'll have to educate you off, off uh, podcast. He got right. internet famous for literally making an Instagram channel with, with the most disgusting of farts, but he was wearing his work security guard outfit. So everybody called him Paul Flart. But he, and, he, uh, he got fired for farting on the job. He got fired because his job <laughs> found out he was doing it while he was at the front desk. And... Uh, and LAD Bible and then some other site like Barstool Sports picked it up and he got really like internet famous for it for a couple minutes. And right. then he, he was he was streaming and while he was streaming he had a fart mic. And that was the whole part of my story. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, I don't know I don't know I don't know if he's still streaming, but Mr. Paul Flart, uh I love you, buddy. Hope you're doing there's, okay. Holy shit, that's no a way, really good idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, but there's no way to consider that sexual content though, right? Like there's <laughs> to some people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he he'll message me occasionally, and be like, "Hey, bud, I miss uh, playing games with you because he moved out of state." But anyway, uh, enough of me repping my internet famous buddies. Um, there's a rumor, and this is a rumor that Scott. Oh, oh, I mean, very, very excited for. It. Mm-hmm. Um, I am too. I love this franchise. There's a rumor that at the EA Play event that takes place next month, that Dead Space may be having some sort of reveal. Now we don't know what right. it is. We have no idea if it's going to be a remake or a sequel. Honestly, the cynic in me says probably just to remaster the original trilogy. Uh, but there's rumors there, also that it'll be a reimagining, like a fresh reboot for the series. Interesting. Which, 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 which would explain, you know, why there would be, you know, recycled uh, assets. I mean, obviously not the original assets, but like the Ishimura. You know, people people could see uh, screens of the USG Ishimura and think that it's a remake. Uh, when a reimagining, like I, I mean, that that to me seems way more interesting. Um, and it, this has been something that's been hinted at since like June of 2020. So really? it's, been go- it's been going on a year now. Like like uh, one, the the one of the writers uh for the original Dead Space had hinted uh that it would be revealed at a PS5 event back in in uh, June of 2020. Really? And then then there was a big tease. There was like a big tease. Uh, where EA was hint was, had like dropped something when everyone was like, oh, it's gonna be Dead Space, it's gonna be Dead Space, and then it was Returnal for PS5. Mm. Um, I, th- I think that that might have been in July of last year. Um, so this has been something that that's been like on the radar for a while, and recently, uh, I actually have the direct quote here. Oh, um, a little a little DQ. A Jeff quote. Jeff Grubb and Mike Min- Minotti. Uh, on their Games Mess show on March 5th. I know you didn't re- make those names up, but it sounds like you did. Please continue. <laughs> All right. They, they've, they've, yeah. they've, 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 have gar- they've, they've stated that EA is going to bring back an established IP. Um, and uh, like people were like asking them questions. And at the, uh, there was a show on June 15th uh, for, you know, for E3. Uh, they, they hinted that it would be this July 22nd EA uh, plays event, whatever the fuck it is. And they said, and I quote, uh, we'll see it at the show if we're not dead first, which is either which either means that like one of them owes somebody a lot of money in the mob yeah. <laughs> or or they're part of a doomsday cult or they're just being cunts because they know people want to see dead space and they're not really going to give us dead space or and this is the one I'm hoping for. <laughs> we're going to get a dead space reimagining or a sequel or I'll take a remaster. I'll take an FPS version of dead space at this point. I don't give a fuck. I need more Isaac yeah. Clark in my life. I need I need to see I need to see uh some some next gen necromorphs, man. I really I really think the first game revolutionized horror in a way. Ooh. Ooh. It really it really did. Because like, without Resident Evil 4 there'd be no Dead Space, but without Dead Space the 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 shape of modern horror games audio programming would not be what it is now. 
Dead Space 1 was the first game to introduce proximity audio, where if you stayed a certain distance away from the scare, it would loop the same couple measures of music. The closer you got to danger, it would the programming would move you forward and in, in th- through the instrumental. So it was it was essentially a, a danger proximity thing. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it would lead up to a big scare uh, that led to nothing. And sometimes it would lead to combat. And that that right there built tension in an incredible way that most horror games, even even indie games implement now. Um, I mean, you see it like even in, like Dead, Dead by Daylight and uh, Friday the 13th, you know, like, even multiplayer games are using the same concept now to kind of like give you audio cues as to how close you are to imminent danger. And it's fucking mm-hmm. brilliant. Uh, the first two are inarguably some of the best horror games ever made. The third one's a fun, a dumb, fun action game, but it kind of went the way of Resident Evil 5. I never played you know? all the way through it. I remember really, I, I really loved one, and then I really loved two. Um, I don't know where the community stands on it. I always liked two more. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I like two more. It, yeah. Once, I don't like silent protagonists. I just think that that's like an old dying thing. I can't believe it's actually still around, but... Um, so once they gave Isaac like some voice lines and whatnot, I, I just think it just helped the game flourish. But anyway, uh, three just didn't have that sense of like isolation and like it, it was exactly it was an action game. I mean, we already know this. It's an old game. We don't need to cover that. Um, I would love to see another Dead Space game. I would prefer it to just have another sequel rather than like a remake. But if they remake it, of course, I'll play it. Um, even when you still it's one of those games like. You can look back at like Assassin's Creed one, and that's obviously what, like 13 years old now. And in a lot of ways, it still looks really good, which is weird. Uh, Dead Space is another one of those. Like, there's just something about the lighting that they fucking nailed that even though like all this technology, you know, uh, has progressed since then. It it just looks it still looks great. Um, Right. I, I never get my hopes up until something is officially announced. But that would, you know. That would be really fucking cool. Can I ask you, uh, you boys, a question? You both played Dead Space 2, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever play the DLC, the Extraction DLC, where you play as the other uh, guy? I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. That that was one of my favorite. It's only like, I think, four chapters long, but that was one of my favorite parts of the entire game. The DLC, you play as another character that's uh, on the, uh, the station before Isaac even wakes up. And you kind of like, okay. your, your narratives kind of overlap a little bit, but it's, it's insanely... Uh, I mean, is it the fellow from three? No, no. Okay. Uh, but it, it's, it's awesome. man. Like, like, um, when, when I see this, my hope is for a, uh, a reboot, honestly, because you look at, you look at the lore of this game, you look at how much is built into it. It didn't have that cinematic quality. You know what I mean? Cause most, most of your, uh, storytelling is done through either audio clips that play while you're walking around or through logs that you find, you know, it's that old resident evil, uh, method you know and, and a lot of these games have evolved over the last decade or so where you get that cinematic quality but you still get those big jump scares you know what i mean and i think it has one of the best stories in horror one of the best lores in horror like resident evil lore is so silly right like but you just don't care it's a b yeah. movie but this was actually a smart series that had a lot to say about uh about religion about about like well obviously i mean like like zealots um and about it, like industry and capitalism, like it, it kind of hit every note for me and it it's written incredibly. But to see that done in a way where the storytelling is a little bit more coherent now, not so scattered, you don't have to hunt down the little bits and pieces of the lore you want to find. Um, I think it'd be awesome. I think I think it would be one of the biggest triple A's <clears throat> that EA could possibly have, at least mm-hmm. in the horror genre. Yeah, for sure. 
I agree. Uh, and if you're wondering whether or not there is Rule 34 of Necromorphs, the answer is that there is, and that you don't want to see it. I mean, I think I, I, think, I, I, think, I, I did. I, I did the I, research. I, I think you need to put it in that in that group chat down there. I think you need to. You need to now nah, I already closed the page because I think I think oh. the FBI has been called on my browser. Um, right. Yeah, there's gonna be a white van outside your house after this <laughs> <Woo>! episode. <laughs> uh, I uh, I agree. I think I think even if it was a remake, although I worry they would have to change it a little bit, right? Because um, I don't want the same scares as the original. That would be kind of a fucking bummer. Yeah. Uh, they would have to move them around a little bit. Otherwise, it's kind of Oh, I'm going to use the word wrote. <laughs> well, no, gotcha. you, you think of like a reimagining. You think of like how they redid uh, Resident <laughs> Evil One for GameCube, right? Like that's a completely different game. They, right. added, they added they added Lisa Trevor, which was also kind of a lore tie into Resident Evil Four. Taking your word for it, I never played it. Uh, the, the, the Crimson Heads, like the zombies. If you don't burn them when they're, when they're down, they get back up and they run at you at full speed, and they like can one hit you and kill you. Terrifying stuff, man. They're called the Crimson Heads. Yeah. That sounds like a disgusting sex move where you bang her while she's on her period and then she slobs on your dick. <laughs> You're all welcome. Are you going to Google Crimson Head Rule 34? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, no. I bet it exists. Yeah, probably. No, I'll find out. Uh, <laughs> shout, out to the, shout out to the webpage Rule34.xxx, specifically because the homepage says uh, if it exists, there's porn of it. If it doesn't, start uploading. <laughs> Anyway, uh, all right, so that's actually all we had for Weekend Review because we have started to, like adults, become more organized and uh, splitting things up specifically into Weekend Review and then trailers and then E3 coverage and then main topics. So we're moving into our trailers. We have four trailers to talk about. Uh, two of them I actually added today, so hopefully you guys got to watch them. Mm -hmm. uh, first up is Box of Shit. <laughs> bag of Shit. Now, it can be a box, I guess. Doesn't matter what container it comes in, right? It's still shit. Uh, Titans season three, which is coming to HBO Max um, after the merger, no longer airing on DC Universe, whatever that app was after Warner Brothers got bought out. Um, here's the thing. You guys know that I like DC. You also know that I think the Red Hood costume looks like it was sub CW quality, like it looks like a cosplayer that didn't try hard enough, especially the mask. It's like not good. Uh, I love that CW is like a metric on this show. It's yeah. like, it's like it's, oh, what did you think about the sets? Uh, CW-ish. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. There's two, I would call them problems because it means I'm going to have to watch them. So we'll call them problems. There's two problems with this trailer. One is that I like the character of Dick Grayson in Nightwing a lot. He's one of my favorite characters in all of DC. Uh, be probably solely because we've got to watch him grow up from Robin to his own superhero. Uh, I actually like his solo superhero uh, costume and the city he lives in, Bloodhaven's kind of cool. Uh, whatever, that doesn't matter. But I, I like his arc, and he's and the main the main character of Dick Grayson, played by Brendan Waits, I think his name is, is now in full Nightwing outfit, doing his own thing. Finally, after two seasons, so part one that makes me at least kind of interested. The second part is that they're bringing Red Hood in, and it looks like they actually might be bringing somewhat of a big gun in because. The trailer starts off with him in like Carnival Row in Gotham. It looks like we're gonna get to see the Joker fucking beat him to within an inch of his life because there's a crowbar in the trailer. There's a, a guard hanging up on a post with the the Joker smile on his face. Um, look, it's probably gonna be bad, right? Season one was at best like 
the tier between okay and shit. Like, like it's not it's not okay, but it's also Man. not complete shit. And then two was just complete shit. The season two was garbage. Uh, the descended very quickly, and so I have no hopes. I have no hopes for this, which I think is a plus because if it's even even a little okay, I'll be surprised. And uh, that's as high a praise as I can give this. Costume still look sub CW, which is a metric now that we've coined. We- and uh, I, I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know what, what this is going to bring. That's, that's all I got. It's a lot of uncertainty and uh, ill will towards this, this franchise. God, we, how do you feel about it? Do we know who's going to play the Joker? Has there been any rumors of casting? They haven't even said he's officially showing up, but he clearly is. It's a shot of someone beating somebody with a crowbar in the carnival scene. Uh, but no, there's no, been no casting or anything like that okay. uh, officially I, I, announced. I don't care then. Yeah, but like I kind of don't care because the Joker's in it. Like, aren't you fucking tired of the Joker? There's so much, so I'm many tired Batman of villains. Phoenix's Joker. That's I would imagine it's only going to be there to show how he becomes Red Hood. Like, they're not going to keep right him in the series. Like, they have a Batman, but he doesn't do anything. He shows up for a couple se- uh, scenes here and there for to talk to somebody, right. and that's it. You know. I mean, I have to say, like know. watching this trailer, like I actually didn't hate the trailer, and I was. I found myself watching it and thinking I'm grateful that I know this is bad because I might have wasted time watching this fucking show if I didn't already have that information downloaded into me. So thank you, Christopher. I appreciate that. Welcome. Um, You're but welcome. really, I mean, it's this is not, coming from me, the guy who likes most everything. That's what I mean. But tries that makes your opinion good. like, like way more. I don't know if you, if you always dig and try to find something good about anything DC related and you don't fucking like this show, there must be something seriously wrong with it. Um, <laughs> it's fucking bad. Can we but, talk about the real question, though? Does please. the real question. Does the Joker eat pussy? <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, except he actually eats it. Like, he bites. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's a like fucking a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, did you guys want to talk about that? I mean, then now's probably the best time if we were going to yeah. talk about it. Let's hit it. I, so uh, there was some recent, I wouldn't say controversy. Well, yeah, there was controversy. Was controversy. There, was re- <laughs> <laughs> there was a reveal that there was a scene in, uh, by the way, I just sent the picture of the supposed Joker. Mm. Uh, it's a good shot. That's a good, that's a good iconic shot. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, there's a scene of, or a supposed damn, scene yeah, right. There's it's framed well. There's a scene, a supposed scene. I've said that 18 times already now. Of uh, Batman eating Catwoman out in Harley Quinn season three, the animated show, the one that me and Sky have tried uh, to get Derek to watch to no end. It has can't not happened it. yet. Just can't do it. Guys. One, one of these days, it's going to happen. It's so what do you mean good. you can't do it? I watched the first episode. Just didn't. Just didn't. Do you it. did watch it. Yeah. Oh, what? It wasn't for me. I'll the give it another shot. Maybe right it was in a bad mood, street. but. No, yeah, no, you, you gotta, you gotta like give it like more than one. Like the, it takes like well, I think two or three episodes for you get to introduce to all the different characters yeah. that are on the that's show. That's true. The team is not like yeah, yeah. the team, the team is built. It just felt so oh, like God. yeah, we're DC characters, but we're also millennials, right, gang? It just felt so <laughs> oh, like they no. were reaching out the TV and trying to jerk me off. Like, all right, I get it. I see what you're trying to do. Relax. But I'll you give it another shot. I'll do Harley it for Quinn you. Harley Quinn and reach out to the TV and jerk yeah. me off. Yeah, Kaylee Como, man. What's wrong with you? She was on that, that show with John Ritter. <laughs> uh, Ron Funches as King Shark is fucking a, just a joy. He's fucking hilarious. When mm-hmm. You gotta wait at least until King Shark shows up. He's fucking great. 
Um, so there, there was some controversy around this apparent scene that Warner Brothers said was a little too far for the show, to which I would say, what? The show's rated R. They do all kinds of ridiculous shit. Why would that be above bar? Uh, I think it was a fake memo that someone released, because I doubt DC would ever explicitly in writing say <laughs> Batman does not eat pussy. <laughs> However, uh, that was the general gist. And so many people came to the defense of Batman's cunnilingus skills, abilities, wants, desires. I got to tell you, uh, when, when people call it cunnilingus, it makes my skin want to turn itself inside out. It's crawling so hard. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you should oh, do it more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like, like when you hear someone call their, their significant other their lover or hear a man call a woman mademoiselle. Right. <laughs> I bet you Jello calls women mademoiselle. <laughs> hey, Jello, fuck you. <laughs> I'm Fuck kidding. You, you haven't done anything Jello. wrong to me, Fat Tony. Uh, so yeah, so like Zack Snyder put put a picture up that I think he had an artist draw for him. It didn't. I mean, obviously, it didn't appear in any fucking comic books of uh, Batman <laughs> going to town. He said this is now canon. There's just been so much support uh, for a hilarious thing that you know no one really asked for. I don't know. I mean, I could see why a corporate knee jerk reaction would be no. <laughs> Uh, at the same time, the show does a lot of ridiculous shit. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, spoiler alert, kind of centers around the are we or are we not in love with each other and maybe lesbians between Harley Quinn and, and Poison Ivy. Um, it was just a really, it's really sweetly done. It's a really sweet. That's one of the core reasons why you should watch it, because they handle that mm. very well. I, I honestly um, think that's why this scene was unnecessary, because it handles romantic relationships and even like the physical aspects of those relationships in such a mature and respect. Like it, it doesn't feel everything about the show is like so over the top and like meant to like shock and all, except for the romantic relationship, except for like the, the interpersonal relationships where it's, it's written so well, his characters are so three dimensional and so real. But is it and, like, is it like Bojack Horseman three dimensional? Like, no, Oh, I no, guess we're no. just two people who live in the I, world. I, look, I got to no, fight you on this no. because the, I fucking Bojack Horseman is a fucking great show. And I get so mad at you every time. I, I make just, fun of it. Bo, Bo, Bojack, Bojack Horseman is, is, a, is a show that like pretentious college kids think is deep. I'm sorry. <laughs> Both of you so much. Um, it's such a good show. Like I guarantee you, I guarantee you, Wes Anderson watches BoJack Horseman. You know what I mean? Like, oh well, fuck you. Now I'm against you too. All right, you lost another one. There you go. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta even out the, the playing field here, boys. No, but 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 we all gotta Har stay mad at each other. Yeah, but but Harley and, and Ivy's relationship was so like beautifully written. It's one of the most realistic relationships I've seen in any com like any comic book, movie, cartoon, anything. And the fact that it was like a sleeper hit, like this show gets you in the feels and you don't expect it ever, man. Because it's at face value, it's it's raunchy humor, like just over the top violence. But it, there's it's got a real heart to it, and their love story was like the the centerpiece, man. Mm -hmm. So I understand them not wanting to like offset that by having like a gratuitous sex scene between Batman and Catwoman. That, that probably like doesn't really move the narrative forward, right? Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, it kind of it kind of like tarnishes what they built, which is like a really beautiful love story with this right. backdrop of all the things that the fanboys love and want. Yes. Beautiful. Beautifully said. <laughs> no, I, I have I nothing to add because I, I haven't, I haven't but watched also, it yet. Also, Selena Kyle's cow, she put her leg behind her fucking head and lick her own pussy. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're supposed to be a cat. We've yeah, all seen them she's do a, it. She's no. a strong, independent Catwoman, and she don't need no Batman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, didn't DC, I don't know if it was a fake image. I had suspected it was, and I'm assuming Chris can uh, tell me whether it was or was not. Didn't DC apparently put yeah. out an official statement stating that 
Batman does go down. Uh, well, that's what I was referring to earlier. I'm pretty sure it was fake, but okay. uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I just thought the controversy was fun, and I wanted to talk about it, so we did. There we go. Very good. Uh, Very keeping good. in continuity with DC news, we our next trailer is a second Suicide Squad trailer, which I didn't expect, and I gotta say. I love this one, too. Um, it's very clear to me that they're making Idris Elba the emotional arc of the film. Mm-hmm. They kind of introduce him up on Front Street. Oh, sorry. Fuck that up. Right up on Front Street. Um, and show, like, what his kind of compulsion to join the Suicide Squad is. Looks like it's his daughter. Uh, I also have to say that uh, it was a reminder that uh, Viola Davis is a fucking powerhouse of an actress. Because yeah. there's a part, there's a part of this trailer where she screams, and I was like, "Oh, you shit, like get scared like, through the screen a little bit?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, "I'm not even in this movie, and I'm <laughs> frightened by her authority." Okay. Uh, I don't know. I thought this movie was really fun. It this really is the revolves around Chris's uh, mommy dummy fetish. It's just Viola <laughs> yes. Davis springing it out in you. Yes, yes. Uh, this this trailer really does a couple of things. Uh, one, it, it gives you a little extra character moments with all the people. Um, but there's there's really like the weasel helicopter scene, which was pretty funny. And then there's there's the main arc of like why Idris Elba's there and then kind of interspersed through all that is more stuff that we already knew. Right. They're clearly going after Starro or Project Starfish, whatever they were working on that is now out of control. Uh, there's jokes here from Harley Quinn and from King Shark. Um, I don't know. I just the the soundtrack on this on this trailer was also really good. And I'm stoked for it. I can't wait for it to come out. Honestly, it's uh, August 6th and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, this is an HBO Max. It is. Yeah. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah, I really you kind of said everything. I don't have anything to add other than just that John Cena's comedic timing is so good. <laughs> like ever since he started really acting, <laughs> really and not is. just being like, you know, having two minute cameos in movies like he really is a fucking hilarious. I can't remember the exact line, but paraphrasing, it's something about like, wouldn't you say a starfish also resembles a butthole? Yeah. Just like, I guess like it was just I don't know. It was just hilarious. Oh, He said starfish is slang for slang butthole. for a butthole. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was really fucking good. <laughs> Uh, I, I also, uh, you know, there, I, for, I forgot, I was kind of skimming the trailer while you were talking to kind of remind myself and they're in the, <laughs> the helicopter, the weasel bit. And they're like, we think he's a dog. And they start guessing. And Harley oh, says yeah. werewolf. And then Pete Davidson's character starts flipping out because he's like, I'm next to a fucking werewolf. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really good. Uh, Scott, how'd you feel about the Suicide Squad trailer? Uh, it looks great, man. But more importantly, Chris, how do you feel about uh, Idris Elba's graying beard, right? I know you have a thing for graying <laughs> actors, and he's I mean, uh, he's looking good. He's looking he's, ripe for the picking. Yeah, right. I'm saying that Derek and I are gonna have to gonna have to hire a Rule 34 artist for all of our uh, graying <laughs> glory hole needs. <laughs> I want to let, let, let the uh, the listeners know that I was going to go on Fiverr and hire somebody to make Rule 34 of all of us. But I just I couldn't do it. I didn't know how to initiate. I didn't know how to initiate the conversation. Like, hey, can you can you draw a cartoon version of me and all my friends fucking? Yeah, but it's a joke. It's just a joke. He's like, sir, 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 sir. Anything? It's just a joke, sir. Don't be embarrassed, sir. This is what I do for a living. I promise, it's just not for my personal collection. Who's 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 gulping? Who's load? Just let me know. <laughs> he's like so professional about it. And I'm so yeah. He's like no, no sir, sir, sir. It's okay. Right. I just have a couple. Now, of how, how many how many how many fingers in your whole fist in your butt? I'm like no, no. <laughs> Will I'm anyone gonna, be peeing I'm on gonna, anyone else in the, in the in the picture? 
I'm going to collab with you on this. We're going to make this happen. We're going to make it a <laughs> no, reality. No, please yeah, don't. No. Make it Especially now because it makes Chris uncomfortable. We're definitely doing it. That makes it way doubt. better. But we have to save it for our 134th episode now. Yeah, we missed the mark. Or 69th. Ooh, that's the sex Ooh. number. Ooh, man. I don't know why I made that sound. <laughs> that's okay. We're a bunch of sleepy boys. I am sleepy, boys. Yeah. Uh, speaking of being sleepy, I'd like to thank our non-official sponsor, Bang Energy. I'm drinking peach mango this week. There's a lot of cool flavors like cotton candy, Star Blast, uh, Rainbow Unicorn. You can get them all at your local store. There's zero calories, no carbohydrates, no sugars, uh, and they'll get you uh, feeling like you're hyped up. The, they're going to hear you doing that, that that advertisement and sue you for defending. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get sued now. Yeah. They're like, wow, he didn't even say all the facts. Get rid of him. Get rid of him. Didn't even mention the vitamin B. <laughs> what about the vitamin D? You know what I mean. I'm about that dick. Yeah, so the fucking Suicide Squad trailer looks like a lot of fun, right? Yeah. That's, that's the general consensus. Yeah, can't wait. What, what's the release date on that? Do we have one? August 6th. Okay. All End right. of the summer. Can't hope, wait. Ho- hope I don't die by then. Why hope I don't die by <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Why it would does. that happen? I hope you don't die by then, too. Just yeah. for the record. <laughs> you, ever have that, you ever have that thought? You're just like, like no. oh, man. No? You know, like, I hope, hope I'm around to see that. Hope, hope no, the last time away. I felt yeah. that way was when uh, 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 The Force Awakens was coming out. I hope I lived to see that. And now I'm like, I probably should have died, right? It would have been, <laughs> oh, been a little no. better if I just skipped that whole trilogy. Just think of, all the make-a-wish, think of all the Make-A-Wish Foundation kids who got to see, like, Star Wars The Phantom Menace early. And you know they what I mean? die knowing that yeah. that was happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I was watching I would have flatlined as soon as the credits rolled. <laughs> uh, fellas, I'll watch oh, yeah, my, the my, 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 my wish, My wish would have been that I would have died an hour and 45 minutes earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Halfway through the movie, I actually changed my wish. <laughs> Uh, dude, the whole, uh, what's that movie called? <laughs> it was based around the two Uh, fucking, <laughs> you killed Scott. Oh, no, you got him. You got him. Takes a lot, but you did it. Oh, uh, what's our stick going to be whenever Scott starts crying and can't talk? I think we're just going to be so surprised that it's happening that we're just going to do this until he's back. Right, that sounds right. That yeah, sounds good. That's pretty good. Um, okay, so next up on the docket is something I didn't know was happening, and it, it is happening very soon, and that makes me very excited. So, I have to start off with as much bashing as we do of this particular network. This is coming to the CW. Asterisks aside, this show is called Wellington Paranormal. Uh, It's actually coming out July 11th, so it's coming out in less than a month. This is created by our boys Jermaine Clement and Taika Waititi. I had no idea this was happening until this trailer came out. Did you guys know this was coming out? I thought we talked about it on the show, honestly. Really? Yeah, I, I could have sworn. No, there there was a different series that was coming out, like in the future, about pirates. I think that yeah, we were all yeah. excited about, but I don't remember talking about Wellington Paranormal. So this this is like a spinoff of the what we do in the Shadows universe. I don't know if it's supposed to be set in the same one, but it was sp- a spun off from that. And it looks like this group of police. Uh, well, those are the two like same mod- officers from uh, from the movie. It is. Yeah. Okay, well, then it's clearly a, a spinoff. I don't remember them being in the movie. It's been a while since I saw it. Um, oh, yeah, okay, I'm dumb right there. A spinoff of the what we do uh, in the Shadows 2014 movie and the first television series in the franchise. Uh, for, is it Minog and O'Leary that first appeared in the film as a pair of incurious police officers? 
It looks hilarious. It's like a mockumentary style, like uh, paranormal police force. It's got the exact same dry humor that we all know Jermaine and Taika are known for. And it comes out next month. I, I'm very excited. I can't, I can't wait for it to come out. Uh, this first aired, um, I think, in New Zealand. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a brand new series. <clears throat> it came out in July of 2018. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of getting like a, like, a, like a re-airing over here. So it's it's weird, but I'm really excited for it. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, it, um, it could be cool. Like, I wasn't wowed by the trailer, honestly. Like, it wasn't it wasn't I'm not saying it was bad or anything. There were moments that made me laugh, but I always right. worry, like, whenever you have a beloved cult franchise like that, it's almost like like how small it is, is almost what makes it good. And once you like, oh, let's make a movie about these characters and a show about those. It's like, all right, now you're kind of taking away what was good about right. it like not every single little thing needs to be fleshed out short and sweet sometimes you know gets the job done right um not that i'm saying i'm going into it negatively i'm gonna watch this it's the only fucking show that's ever been on the cw that i like plan on watching um <laughs> but uh uh yeah no it, it was a funny trailer yeah how'd you feel about it uh i can't wait for this show to get canceled <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I had a feeling that's okay. how you felt about it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think this is the, like it just—it doesn't need to exist. It just well, doesn't. Of course not. We got a perfect cross section of this show, exist. though. Can I just say, Chris loves it. I'm middling. Scott hates it. That's just pretty much. I just, I just like to me, like it's, it's, it's. You said it's from t- 2018. Yeah. So why why don't they just put the whole fucking thing on Hulu then? Like put the whole. I'm like, not sure. It's it's, yeah. it's it's stupid to me that they're gonna try to air as if it's a like a, a like a weekly they're gonna air it on a weekly basis. Like pe- people don't have access to VPNs and the fucking internet. The fuck like, really? I didn't know that. And like now that I know that, I'm doubling down on fuck this. It it looks. Oh, I should have stopped reading a little earlier. <laughs> it, it looks fine, but like it doesn't look. Like, I, I I have no desire to watch it. You know what I mean? Like if 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 this is one of our weekly requirements. Uh, if I had a cyanide capsule, I'd bite down instead. <laughs> but then, but then you guys could do paranormal, spooky antics, and then talk to me in the afterlife. <coughs> the, the, what, I thought what, the tr- that would be cool what, to have Ghost Scott on the show for the rest mm-hmm. of however yeah. long we end up recording for. Uh, yeah. What what really got me is the werewolf thing. With like, with like, it's just so like Looney Tunes. Like, we think you turned into a werewolf last night. You ran out the door. Like, why do you say that? Werewolf duel. I mean, like, and I, like the fucking ears of the werewolf was like, what the? F- oh, I loved that part. That was I, I, loved, I thought it was funny. I yeah, hate, I thought it was good. I, I fucking hate, loved it. it. It looks like, like, like. All right, so Reno Nine One One was a huge success, but also like that show after like one or two episodes, you're like, all right, I'm good for like a yeah. month, right? Uh, and all like most of these mockumentary style, it, it, I didn't expect it to work with what we do in the shadows. I end up loving that movie more than I I can even like say. Uh, and I was really hesitant about the show going into it, but I think what what really is important is casting. Uh, and they found the perfect cast to make a long a long form what we do in the shadows, where everyone's hilarious, like everything from their mannerisms to the, the delivery of, of lines. Uh, these guys just aren't funny to me. Like they weren't funny in the movie. They they were like the one part of the movie that I was kind of like, take it or leave it. You know what I mean? Uh, it just doesn't make sense that they get an entire series out of like two of the most tertiary characters in the fucking movie. <laughs> Fair play, fair play. Full of rage. Yeah, what Derek pointed out earlier is hilariously accurate. I'm I'm always the eternal optimist, and then you two rotate between mid- who's middling and who's just full of hatred on something. It's true. I love it. 
We yeah, it is pretty rare that out. you hate something. I love when you hate things, though. It's my favorite thing in the world because it feels <laughs> oh, like boy. you've been. Let's tell you, we're talking about Gotham. I can go. I can go for a while. I can really go. Um, I yeah. So, okay, Wellington House, Wellington Paranormal. I'm looking forward to it. Scott's right. It does kind of bother me. Uh, and even the comments on the trailer, I was kind of skimming while you guys were talking. There are people who are like, "Why not just give us all three seasons at one time?" Yeah. Um, it's not the first time they've re-released something that only aired overseas here. Uh, as if it were new, but sure. If you want to go watch it all now, you can do that. It looks like, you know, the Wikipedia article. I kind of, I kind of trolled through to get some extra info. They recorded uh, season three of the show just aired this year in the original uh, country it was made in, I think. And uh, they recorded some COVID nineteen like PSAs as if they were the local police department that were comical that I'm probably gonna have to go find because it sounds funny. Um, but anyway, uh, we have one more trailer to talk about. Again, something I, I added in today. The trailer actually released back in March, but I hadn't heard of this film. Maybe I'm the only one. It's a film called Nighthouse. Uh, Rebecca Hall, she played the very forgettable doctor from Iron Man 3 who Tony Stark, like, she was, like, kind of bad but kind of good. But, ooh, was the most depth they had in that whole movie. Um, <laughs> she plays a character named Beth. Uh it's called The Night House, and I don't understand this trailer. So I liked the trailer. I, I asked just to get it out on Front Street to use a term that I fucked up earlier. I did like this trailer, but it feels like they showed too much, right? Like, so just to spoil the, the trailer, uh, they go through that she's in this. She's she's a, uh, a widow. Her husband passed away. Uh, he built this house that they live in. So weird shit starts happening. It's creepy. It's spooky. That's the trailer, right? Like what? They gave away what I thought was like a big twist, which was like there's some like mirror house and like mirror her into the other her. She's like the ghost. I don't fucking. Why would you give that away? It felt so fucking dumb to me to do that. That's a lot of no, that's a lot of trailers now. Like they give away that you feel like you saw the whole movie like within the trailer and it almost makes me I, I hate it. Not want to go see the movie, which in this case, I'm grateful because this looks fucking stupid. It looks really dumb. I like it. <laughs> I, no, it, it, it's going to be every horror movie that has released since 1998 it's just the same there's always one like every year there's like the grudge and then the ring oh those are actually two pretty good examples they were pretty all right but you know what i'm saying there's always well, that some harrison new, like, ford and michelle pfeiffer one you know what i mean michelle pfeiffer's pfeiffer you know what i'm talking about like 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 what lies beneath right oh that was uh not link later anyway that doesn't matter um and yeah no i i think it just looks dumb it looks like cookie cutter standard horror and there's going to be a couple like bah! there's going to be a scene where like it's cayenne <laughs> tight on her face like this and some shadows forming behind her and her eyes going to be like this it's like the same shot in every fucking movie it's it, people are going to forget about it in two years it just looks dumb i mean the concept of like having a mirror world like cool they're doing like a gingy edo, edo thing but i guarantee they'll fuck the concept up without a doubt probably it's just going to be that, like, the original one dies and the mirror version stays, but we find that out in the end in some weird way, like her freckles on the wrong arm. 100%, I fucking guarantee it. <laughs> I can't wait to see if you're right. <laughs> uh, well, all right, Scott, how'd you feel? So, I don't know, Scott was probably going to be middling because you hated it so much. <laughs> I don't know. I hate to be middling, but I'm fucking middling. Uh, <laughs> because... Yes, but but no, but it's because like because they give away so much in the trailer. I have high hopes that it's more high concept. Uh, there's a chance that it will be exactly that copy paste, 
you know, what lies beneath uh, the other's bullshit. Um, but if they're giving away that much from, from up on, sorry, if they're putting that much on Front Street, uh, there's got to be a bigger twist to it, right? But also, like, what's, what's, I find myself saying that and, like, wanting to, like, punch myself in the dick for, like, wondering what the twist is. Why does every horror movie need a big twist now? Why can't it just be scary? Why yeah. can't it just be a, a linear, straight, well-told story that scares the fuck out of you? If it could scare true, the, right. If it could scare the fuck out of me, like, consistently, and, and without, like, without, you know, doing a, a, the conjuring and going down to that cheap, weird, scaly hand bullshit that all those movies just sustain themselves on, uh, so, or sorry, sustain themselves on. Um, I like substain better. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just, done. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I don't know, man. It's been a rough year for horror, especially most of the horror releases have been direct to video, and most of them have been like not great. Um, except for Psycho Gore, man. Mm. I mean, choice was, yeah, was pretty good. I actually, yeah, the campy, I loved it. Um, this is directed by the same guy who did the Ritual, uh, VHS, Ooh. Southbound, The Signal. You got you got um, me automatically at, at the ritual. The ritual was fucking phenomenal. You kind of got me at VHS too. VHS. I liked VHS. Decent. Yeah. I yeah. Did. I don't that's, know if I've that's seen encouraging. the ritual. Who was in the ritual? The ritual. The ritual was a Netflix or it was on Netflix, and uh, it's about these guys who go hiking in the black forest. Oh, I remembered I was going to watch this, and I never did. Is it good? It's. I mean, the the it's weird, but the, uh, <laughs> the special effects are really cool. And uh, I enjoyed it, man, for what it was. And I mean, for like for like a, a random, uh, as you put about the uh, the the last guardians, whatever the fuck they're called. Um, it's like one of those random Netflix finds where you're like, oh, I was expecting this to be complete dog shit, but I'm stoned, and now right. it's great. No, uh, I mean it's got like decent reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, it's like uh, in the seventies. Like that means I probably would enjoy it while saying it like, well, this could have been better, but still think it was a good movie. It's usually where that registers. Man. You know? it, I mean, it was good, uh, but. Like I'll say that like visually those movies are all incredible. They're all and they're also all very high concept. Like VHS uh took found fo- found footage and made it like um like the actually other side. scary and not the same fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, it was pretty good. I liked VHS a lot. Yeah. Actually actually scary but also they did they did like that tales from the other side kind of thing or that you know like where it's compartmentalized with an overarching story. These guys are watching these tapes and then you know we all know how it ends. Yeah. Remember the but, chick? There's one where he's like in a hotel and the chick's like, I like you. I still like think of that sometimes and just feel like ice cold mm-hmm. water. Oh, I down forgot about that. She was like a creepy. She was like a bat creature, right? She was like, yeah, something like I can't remember what the exact resolution of it was, but Boys. that one she, fucking scared she, the shit. She had, out of me. she had wings. That's yeah. all I remember. You know, you, you know, you know, there's rule 34 of that. <laughs> I guarantee it. Guarantee it. VHS rule 34. Yeah, I'm not looking that up. Uh, I don't know. I think that Rebecca Hall is a pretty decent actress. She's been in a lot of stinker films. I hate her she's stupid got that mouth. Tr- I know something about she's- her mouth just bothers me. <laughs> I hate her stupid mouth. Yeah. And this you just know, in you know, from so you, so way, you, you hate her mouth? Yeah. Oh, I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm coming on it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a throwback. He was ready. Uh, all right, that wraps up our trailer review. All right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pee and I gotta check on my son. Both of those things. Okay, yeah. okay, okay, no. okay, okay. I gotta grab a beer and order a pizza. Okay, 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 okay. You know what I bought? Mm-hmm. 
not to keep you because I don't want to spread apart the return times. Uh, I bought a couple of those reheatable dinners from Wawa tonight because I'm feeling like I want to hate myself. And uh, my wife and I wanted to test them out and see how shit they were. So I got three. I got penne alfredo. I got the spicy boneless wings. And we got the mac and cheese with the pulled pork on top. And I'll report back and let you know which of those three kills me next week. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let, let me know which one makes your poo-poo the most uncomfortable. I will. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Go, I'll I'll go get back. your beer. All right, boys, uh, you can once again, I do this every time. But look, if you're here already, you're obviously listening. If it's your first time. Hi. Hello. Welcome. How are you? Uh, my name is Chris. I don't think I introduced myself yet, but you can find us on Twitch and Twitter. <laughs> That's my outro. Whoops. Fucked it up. Hey, Scott, you can still hear me. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash the cynical nerd. <laughs> you can also find us on Twitter at the cynical nerd. Um, you can tweet at us you can ask us a question with hashtag ask tcn asktcn you can also tell us uh something we got wrong or tell us something you don't like about us i don't i don't care whatever you want to do hashtag fuck tcn you can also email us at questions at the and you know what we don't have any emails this week and i know because i did the research and that makes me sad boy okay we need we need emails we need tweets we need things to respond to, you know, do you want to, do you want us to, do you want us to roast you live on a podcast? Do it. Give me some fun facts about you. I don't care. We're up for anything. We'll sell our souls. The devil clearly, as we already discussed in this episode, uh, but more so we just like to interact with you guys. I know there's a lot of, a lot of listeners out there, a lot of lurkers. That's totally fine. Uh, but if you want to tweet at us, you want to email us, you want to find us on Facebook, all those things are, are there for you to do. Um, you can also find us on YouTube, although yours truly has been slacking a lot and getting the video versions of our podcast up. I'm uh, like like two episodes behind. I will be catching up. I know some of you like to watch the video only versions uh, because you like to look at our dumb faces. And, you know, they are dumb. Said, they are dumb and they are faces. Baby, boy, I got that midnight snack. I don't know if you can see that can. Nice. I'm on vacation this week, and I thought that meant I'd be drinking every night. However, Wait, you're taking my boy to the aquarium tomorrow morning, which means I can't can't get all all shitty tonight because we got to wake up at like eight thirty. Oh shit! Yeah. What do you what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing Thursday night? Uh, Thursday night? I don't know. Wednesday. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're talking about our plans until Derek gets back. It's his fault. Uh, so tomorrow we're doing aquarium in the morning and then I have band practice tomorrow night. And then, uh, Thursday, I have no plans because Thursday is kind of like a me day. Samantha's going to hang out with her friend. My son will be at his babysitters. I was okay. just going to, I was just sitting, sitting in boxers all day and jerk it. I don't know. I'm just hanging uh, out. Well, I was going to say we should, uh, we should play some games on Thursday, but not, I'm down hand, for that. If your hands are sticky, you got to wash them before you, before you touch that keyboard. Otherwise you get cummies on the keyboard. Yeah, and he's on the keys. Yeah. You can't wash out the keyboard with water. I no, tried. yeah, yeah. Take the keys off. You got to clean it with with uh, with alcohol swab on like a Q-tip. Yeah, that's not true. I heard spits. The only thing that cleans off cum. It's pretty well documented. Uh, all right, moving right along. I've done the research. How's your boy? How's Odin? He's good. He sleeps like this. That's adorable. And it melts my heart, and uh, it's uh, just cripples cripples me, and makes me not be able to think of words. Apparently. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. That's what they do. That's how they get you. Uh, there's an early, not you know, not to. It's pretty, pretty obvious that the three of us all like Tom Segura. But there's a, I think it's his disgraced episode. It's when his kids were younger, and he's like, it's a, it's like I know now why they are cute because if not, you'd fucking kill them. But <laughs> I love my son. Like he's adorable. He's you know it's hilarious. Yeah. Um. Anyway, 
moving along. We got some E3 coverage. I'm probably going to let Scott take the lead here because I think he's in the trio of us. He's the one that hates this the most. Uh, we're kind of, we're probably doing a. I'm gonna I'm gonna place a bet. I'm not gonna do this for everything we do going forward, but I'm gonna be middling. I think Scott's gonna hate it. I think Derek's gonna be the optimist here. I'm just guessing. I could be wrong. I'm throwing it out throwing it out there on Front Street. Scott. Wait, How do you feel it, about the Nintendo you, E3 announcements? You said that you you well let, let's let's take it announcement by announcement, shall we? Let's let's do a oh, breakdown. Okay, okay, okay. Let's okay, let's okay, do okay. A, let's do a breakdown as if we're giving our own uh, E3 coverage a week late, but also like the first game on our roster is 16 years late. So what's what the fuck does it matter if we're a week behind oh, on our Europe. on our commentary? Right. Uh, this game was supposed to be um, a, D- a DS game. I shit you not. What like eight years ago? Nine years? Like what? When was the DS even relevant? I fucking forget. Was it 2008? I think it was. I think it literally was about 2008. Yeah. I have a theory this about this out. game. I have a theory about this game. Um, go on, go on. Leave, leave, some gonna, deep, leave some deep dark lore for us, Chris. It's not deep dark lore. Uh, Metroid Prime Four was announced like several years ago, and it's still a like a, a, according to uh, industry news, it like the, the company that was working on it got like fired because Nintendo wasn't happy with the shit they were doing, and they literally started again from the ground up with a different development company. Mm-hmm. And I think. That Nintendo went, shit, we gotta give them something. Hey, that Metroid game you guys were making for the DS all those years ago, why don't you dust it off and we'll release it on on, on for, the Switch? For $60. For the price of a for full... For $60. Yeah. Um, look, I I don't have a deep attachment to the Metroid series. I know it's blasphemous. I know a lot of people love it. Um, I have at best only played parts of some of the games, and that's it. This is this supposed to be the fifth entry in the like original yeah. storyline of Metroid. I don't, what I don't a, particularly. What a way to shit. shit on the legacy of a great series, though, right? Look at this fucking, look at this fucking game. Look at this game. Like you guys couldn't call Moonlight Studios. Look at, look at Ori. Look at the Ori series. Look at how beautiful that that Metroidvania game is. Look at Hollow Knight. Look at all these incredible games that have the same it, animation style. That have the exact same animation style. They're all hand drawn. There's always like some new thing, like Bro, if, procedurally if, generated levels. And then that was great at first, but then you're fucking exhausted by it because you take level design and you throw it out the window when it all just happens in a split second I, before you load the I, level. I mean, dude, I, look at look at look at the the levels in Ori and tell me that there's not an attention to detail and a love put to them that is clearly clearly missing in in this gameplay trailer i i disagree i i i, I love the let me i have a couple thoughts on it the first is this first i was right sorry continue go ahead the first is initially i don't know where i got this from i thought igarashi was attached to this the guy who did like every good castlevania aria of sorrow symphony of the night i don't know where i picked that up from every time i've tried to like look up that up since then i can't find it so i must have i don't know pulled it off of a weird forum or something and took it as fact i don't think he is attached to it so i am less interested in it knowing he's not attached to it um i'm less interested in it knowing that they're selling it for 60 dollars because i would it does assumed, not look like a 60 it doesn't game it doesn't it i would like have a 20 dollar digital only download i would have assumed it was like 30 bucks like uh bloodstained <clears throat> which speaking of igarashi was totally worth the 30 bucks that i paid for it um it is weird that it's full price despite that I'm not saying I'm going to buy it when it's sixty dollars. Although Nintendo Nintendo never drops their fucking prices, but I think it looks Years. great. 
I think it, it captures the the soul and the little bit that we've seen, the soul of the original with all the sounds and the different. It looks very fucking fluid, which Super Metroid was, um, but still puts a new spin on it. I think, dude, every in, like second of gameplay we've seen, I think looks so tight. I think it looks fucking awesome. Even the cutscenes look like they belong on a GameCube, bro. Like it's so like I know Nintendo's like we're not in the arms race for for graphics capability. Like that's not been their game for the last what decade and a half. But like it seems like they're not even trying here. Like I see you this. Know what it looks like. Oh, I gotta wait for him to hear this because it's gonna be good. Sorry, I just puffed up my own joke. Now it's gonna suck. All right, but it. it I don't know. I think it's going to look like. Do you remember the Saturday morning cartoons that were CGI? Yeah. And they clearly didn't have Be- the Beast, budget Beast, for it. Beast Wars, 100%. Oh, Beast and, Wars and was some... the shit. I, I mean, no, no. Beast, no, no, no Beast, 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 Beast Wars was the shit, but, like, if you go back and watch that now, like, it doesn't, doesn't look great. Yeah, no. yeah, like, you know what I mean? Like, and, and my, my big concern here is that, like, it seems like they're, they're taking the assets from the, the, the game they had made before, and they're adding, like, they're, all they're doing is adding cutscenes, and even the cutscenes don't look great. It looks like they... they scale down the cutscenes to match the graphic capabilities they have for the original game they had built. I would understand I would understand taking taking the game and rebuilding it, but it it, it does feel like it's like a, a rushed cash grab, man. Like if it really mm-hmm. like check out that, chat real quick. Yeah. And, and my my screenshot spoils it for you because I have the Mario face, but I was gonna say Beast Wars or Metroid. It looks like Saturday morning CGI. It's not good. It's reboot. I don't look look I I here's I the love Metroid. I, I, it's not even that. It's I know that this is blasphemous. I've never been a huge fan of of side scrolling two D shooters. I I just haven't. I know it's blasphemous. I know a lot of people like it. It's old school, nostalgic. Just never really been my thing. Um, That's fine. That's good. And that kind of right. that kind of that kind of compounds my like. I don't really give a shit about this. Like it. Do, I I really wanted a Prime Four. I fucking loved Metroid Prime. I loved it. And I was I would love that whole series. And I never I really played any of them. No, you haven't. Oh, no, and I, they're I, good, apparently man. they're really good, but I they're just, really I good. Haven't. Yeah, but they they also mix in certain sections where it is still two D side scroll, like where you like yeah, where you like are cra- like crawling through a passage in your ball form and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'll crawl through her passage in a ball form. <laughs> you know, there's rule thirty four for that, Chris. Uh, probably. Well, I've there's done there's plenty a of lot Samus. of Samus. There's Aaron plenty of Samus. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, but but the, I'll the say too is, much. <laughs> but uh. The thing is, man, it just feels like it feels like uh, we're starving, and, and it's it's like they're, they're they're giving us a snack to hold us over. But it's like imagine imagine if like you were getting ready for Thanksgiving dinner and you were starving, and someone handed you a handful of black jelly beans to hold you over. Like, wouldn't you be fucking oh, delicious flavor? Black jelly beans. Uh, I'll agree this is, with you on this. this is, if it was, I'd feel way better about this if it was thirty dollars. I'm gonna give you that. Like that's. I'd feel way better th- about it if it was no, on a handheld console where it belongs. There's, well, there's, I mean, there's no the arguing kind that, of a handheld I, console. No, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think mean, it looks fun. It, it can be. I, I have, I have a carry-on case that your sw- switch is a transformer, right? It, it, it's either a Mack truck or it's or it's a robot. It's a, it's an Autobot. It's, it's a robot disguise. Transformer bullshit in disguise. <laughs> but there's there's <laughs> That's no the switch's theme. Yeah, it's Thanks, just Derek. I just <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I, I want to I want to be excited about anything Nintendo, but I feel like I have nothing but bad things to say about Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate Nintendo as much as you guys do. I'm not like a Nintendo fanboy or anything. I don't hate Nintendo. I just haven't been a fan of what they've been doing recently. I, I like I, you know, when, 
I grew up with Super Nintendo, man. Like like Zelda, Mario, uh, Donkey Kong Country. Like Donkey Kong Country is one of my favorite games of all time. Best platformer ever, I think. But it's just Nintendo has just like they've removed themselves from the competition where they act like they don't. For for a while, it was about innovation, not what you know, not pushing out the most frames per second, not pushing out the the best graphics. Right. Uh, but now it seems like they're not even. It's like we're Nintendo. We don't have to worry about innovation anymore. You know what I mean? Like like I, like. I get that your console is both handheld and a console. That's brilliant. Uh, and the Switch Lite is just a handheld. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but it's like they're, they're not even, this just feels like they didn't even try. You know what I mean? And like that, that to me is what's like worrying because I feel like a lot of their biggest properties, they just rely on that built-in fan base that's going to buy it because they want more of it. Uh, and yeah. we, we see it all the time with a lot of franchises. We see it with Zelda where not every game is really as you know as genre defining or, or even as, as fun. You're, you're as absolutely correct, but like like just for, all I can speak for is myself on this. I'm not a huge Metroid fan. Like I only ever played Super Metroid all the way through. I never played one and two all the way through. And like I said, I never played any of the Metroid Primes. There was like some on Game Boy Advance people really liked, and I tried to pl- Metroid Fusion. I tried to play back then and it just didn't catch me. So like, I'm not this like huge Metroid fan or anything. This just looks like super Metroid though is one of the iconic games of my life. Uh, It's still in my top 10 to this day. And the gameplay in this just reminds me of a tighter super Metroid. It looks, it looks like it plays well. And that's what I like about it. Okay. I mean, I, I can't um, deny that this screenshot that you put in the disco looks like it's in Beast Wars, but, <laughs> no, but my, my, like, I don't, I don't doubt that the gameplay is going to be there because it's, it's always been consistently tight in, in almost every Metroid game. And they also made a seam, they made a seamless transition from, you know, uh, 2d platformer to 3d and they, they kept that same tightness in, in the controls. There's always, there's always like a lot of care that goes into that aspect of the games, I think, but. <laughs> but 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 for me like if you're gonna i felt the same way about like the donkey Kong country tropical freeze they're selling us 2d platformers uh with that have the same graphical capability as the gamecube or the wii u at this point and they're putting a 20 dollar price tag on it because they know they can fucking do it they know that people are gonna buy them for their fucking kids here's your game put it in your handheld put your headphones in and shut the fuck up for this eight hour car ride it's what it's it's honestly like Nintendo has built their brand on being the family friendly because they know if they're if they're mostly family friendly, that's exactly how it's going to go. That's how it's going to play out. Have, play your game. Shut up. Like, that's <laughs> that's kind of love you, son. But the switch is coming for you. No, it's, it's like I, I honestly feel like Nin- like Nintendo, like, like I feel like a lot of Nintendo's. uh a lot of what a lot of their sales are are just probably shitty parents who don't want to deal with their kids. Like like Nintendo, like how, parents just always tell us like that the TV the TV was the babysitter or like the, they would say the TV was the babysitter for bad parents. Now yeah. it's the fucking switch of the iPad, bro. I see so many shitty parents on a daily basis whose kids are just like screaming and they hand them an iPad and they instantly shut up and they it use does it like seem also to, like. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, that's it. It's, it's just it's just the the. It it's the. Shut the fuck up box is all it my, is. My, my son has an iPad. <laughs> do you give it to him whenever he's being bad? No. Do you reward bad behavior with, <laughs> no, with a thing he likes? No, do not. Then, then, you, he, then, you're, then you're a good yeah. parent. 
Yeah. Brad no, he beats the when shit he's out bad. of him savagely <laughs> until he's bloody in the face. Yeah, when, he, when he's bad, he turns <laughs> black. He's a great blue. parent. He's a fucking great dad. Keep no, it up. Uh, what, no, when he's bad, he goes to timeout. He doesn't he's, get a fucking reward. You don't make him throw the baseball until his wrist hurts? <laughs> no. He's got a good, he's got a, his throws coming in though. It's like a dad milestone when like he's, because before, like I don't really have anything to, whatever. Let me find something random. Like my, my beer bottle opener. Before he would, he'd be like, and like they would just right. fall. Oh, and no, now he's throwing in like that. actually And you have to be like, good to job, but you know he didn't do a good job yeah. deep down. You're like, oh, <laughs> this isn't even a participation trophy for you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway, uh, I kind of had an epiphany while you're talking. I don't know if it's 100% checks out, but the next thing we're talking about is the Breath of the Wild uh, sequel teaser. Now, they're not announcing the name of it yet because according to one of the, the game directors, announcing the title would sort of give something away. I don't know what the fuck they'd be giving away, but yeah, really. whatever. Um, what, a, what an intricate, magical narrative they must have weaved if the title spoils it. Let, let me fuck, tell you a question. Fuck you I mean? Bet you, I bet you uh, Zelda's going to be in trouble again, and he's going to have to ultimately beat Ganon to, to yeah. free her and, and fix the kingdom. Is I'm it, just throwing it out there. Isn't anybody it's a crazy theory? Isn't aren't there any other dickheads and high rollers that just Ganon? Like everyone else is cool, but Ganon's like this giant cock for hundreds yeah, of years. See, again I don't, I and don't, again and again. I don't I don't dig that because it's in any in any like like popular action movie, it's the same story again and again with different characters. It's the same thing again and again, but you don't care because it's a new scenery, it's a new Yeah, but sometimes they try to at new. least lie to you about the just lie to me a little bit put him in a different outfit and call him a different fucking name like i don't you know i mean like, how how many times how many times have you had to put on a red tunic to scale death mountain in your zelda career like let's make it uh like non-ag instead of ganon like, just like, turn like, his name like, around like, or some like, stupid like, shit like, like let's be realistic here uh a link to the past ocarina of time uh breath of the wild there's at least there's at least a few others in there what was it was it uh twilight princess you need the red yeah, tunic. Twilight too? Princess. Actually, I never played that one. Sky, Skyward Sword. I think you need. I you also need Twilight the different either. tunics. It's it's like, like I I understand where they're coming. Like the, I understand where they're coming from. They have a formula that works. That the fan base will eat up whatever they're gonna do. So they implement a new gimmick. Like now you're oh, a wolf. Fuck. Sometimes. You okay? Yeah, I just got a little Charlie horse. Sorry. Okay. You know, oh, you know okay. how they just uh, sneak up on you sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Just take a little nibble at your at your little feet. Exactly. Just a little. <laughs> yeah. Like, and you'd be like, that's not a carrot, that's my feet. That's <laughs> <laughs> my feet. Um, I, yeah, Scott was in the middle of bashing him for the 20 minutes. I, the, th the epiphany I had earlier was that I, I, I've kind feet. of realized I have, I have lots of reasons that I particularly didn't. Take a little No, that's my feet. I uh, but a little nibble. What are you like a horse from Family Guy? That's like you sound like. <laughs> like you like the, the horse version of the creepy grandpa from across the I'm gonna wait till you sleep and leave my poops and your kicks. Leave my poops and your kicks. <laughs> I got some popsicles in my face. You ever heard that fucking? I were crying and rewinding that like five times in a row. Oh my god. I'm sorry. Anyway. Chris. All right, no more references. Family have... guy. It'll be the end of all of our comedy careers. <laughs> yeah, just, I agree. No more. That's it. Um, Put it in the chest. It's done. We we've my my complaints about Breath of the Wild are the same as most people who weren't into it, which is that I, I thought the weapon breaking system was you what? I couldn't hear you there. Oh, okay. Um, I thought the weapon breaking system was stupid, 
Um, I didn't like the cooking system after like the first three times I did it. The world felt really empty to me. Um, I play Zelda games, which I think most people do for the dungeons. And this had like four dungeons and like a bunch of just like puzzle chambers essentially is what they were. Um, It just wasn't fulfilling to me. I didn't like it. It, I didn't, I didn't particularly hate it, but I didn't, I wasn't on board with it. I stopped playing after like eight hours or something. I I never finished it. And And I realized listening to Scott talk about, how the switch is a console sure to the dock, but it's also a mobile game, a mobile platform. And I, I feel like they develop so much in mind with it being a mobile platform that breath of the wild felt like mm-hmm. a full Zelda game. That was a direct to mobile release. And like, to me, it just like issued like, yeah, the world's a little empty because we're making it for a handheld. So we don't have as many resources. It, like it felt like that to me. I, I'm sure that's not what they were going for. Well, no, but I, I don't. It felt like a mo- it felt like a mobile or or a portable version of well, you a, raise like, an interesting Zelda point. Game. I'm sorry, you raise an interesting point because it's like all those little puzzle rooms, like all those little shrines, are compartmentalized. It's like one room of a dungeon. So if you're right. on if you're on if you're on the go, you got ten minutes for your lunch break. You're waiting in a doctor's office. You can do that one little shrine in that time period, but you're not mm-hmm. gonna have time to do an entire dungeon. It feels like it was designed with that in mind and that you can t- take on these challenges one at a time and fuck off. It doesn't matter because you can complete these tasks so quickly. And yeah, it feels like development with, with the mobile aspect and, or the, or the, or the handheld aspect in mind. And I don't mm-hmm. like that because this is supposed to be a full console and yeah. I want those big meaty fucking mm-hmm. dungeon. I want the water temple. I want something that's going to yeah. suck up a bunch of my fucking time. And, and you know, if it had been more like that, and the world felt a bit more populated, I probably yeah. would have stuck around. And I've told myself I want to go back and try it again, but um, I don't know. Anyway, with this latest trailer, it looks like there's some Skyward Sword reference. I didn't play that game, but a lot of people were talking about that, especially with the... It looks like you're you're like, you're like skydiving into like different islands and, and floating terrain and stuff. I don't know what's going on. I got to be honest, because I wasn't super into the OG one... I'm not pumped about this. I don't really care, to be honest. And uh, that's a shame because it looks it looks better. It doesn't look, as Scott was saying earlier, the graphics on this look fairly good. It's it's yeah. because they went with the stylized, cel-shaded-esque cartoon that yeah. it can look better. But still, it does look better. It looks more like a full console game. And I will be disappointed if it's the same thing where there's only like three or four dungeons and then there's a bunch of puzzle rooms because that was the biggest check off the annoyance list for me. Um, let's not talk about the collectibles that were literally like little golden peas that did nothing once you collected all of them. Like that was just bullshit. Um, well, they did. Let's get some posit- you would get your, uh, you would get your inventory space increased when you went to the forest oh, and turned them in. I didn't, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, uh, no the, the, the village, like, was it Kokori? Korok. Korok seeds. No, 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 I'm talking about the village that you go to when you turn them in. That, that big dancing guy. Yeah, I think right. it was like I don't know. So it, it was where the master sword was. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah. But um, let's get some positivity in here, Derek. How'd you feel about? Uh, it was hardly a trailer, right? It was just like a showcasing of a couple little diddles here and there. Um, again, it's actually similar to Metroid. As much as I like Zelda, I'm not like a huge Zelda fan. I've actually only played a few Zelda games: I, I, Ocarina of Time, Link to the Past. Um, I played some of Twilight Princess, some of Skyward Sword. Um, why didn't handheld- you finish those? What's that? What if I ask why you didn't finish those? Uh, Twilight Princess I never finished because I um, I always only played at a friend's house. So oh, like okay. it was only ever when I was there. I never owned it. 
and I didn't finish Skyward Sword because um, I just don't like motion controls. Like, I just don't like... That's sometimes fair. you just want to sit down on your couch and turn the lights off and just play a game. But, like, when it's, like, 2 a.m. <clears> and you're just trying to get this dungeon done and you have to, like, flail yeah. your arms around. I don't know. It's just something annoying. about it. Was, it. it was annoying. I, I played a good chunk of it, too, and it is a good game. It was the least Zelda Zelda game, though, I'll say. Um, it didn't feel like a Zelda game at all. Uh, I'd say the second least is Breath of the Wild. They they kind of deviated from the, the formula a lot on that one. And a lot of stuff people didn't like. Um, I didn't mind it. I actually just played it last year for the first time, so it did take me a couple years to play it. Uh, I didn't mind weapon the, the weapon durability sy system. Uh, it made you have to try new shit. You don't just get a good weapon use the same thing for the whole game. Uh, I loved the moment when a weapon would break and everything would go slow-mo for a second. And you know, oh shit, I have like literally one second to think about what the next weapon I want to use in this scenario is. I, I don't know, I liked it. Uh, if you got enough Korok seeds and increased your inventory enough, it really wasn't ever like you were running out of weapons. So it, it, it really didn't bother me. Um, I don't blame people for having that complaint about it, though. You know what it is? And this is totally and I, I, pro I promise this is very short because I yeah. don't want to cut you off. The, you fine. know what it is about the weapon thing? I, personal preference. I like investing in something. I like going. I like this type of weapon. I want this type of weapon to play with. I'm going to make it more badass. I want it to be mine. So it felt it made it feel yeah. pointless to care about any of the weapons yeah. you use. And I don't I just didn't like it. It's that, just not for that's me. the primary complaint about. Breath of the Wild one, so I imagine with the second one, they'll likely address that in some way. Maybe you can repair. I, I a kept weapon. an eye on the trailer, and like he had like a bow and a sword and a shield, but they didn't really look different throughout the trailer. So I'm hopeful yeah. that they just got rid of that aspect for the sequel because that'd be already like I'd say like twenty percent more stoked. Now, is right it now. possible to break the master sword? No. Okay. No master but sword. How never far breaks. into the game do you get that? Yeah, uh, you can actually get it early on if you get if you focus on getting hearts enough. Um, so the okay. thing with the Master Sword is it takes time to charge, so it's at like max strength uh, when it's glowing, and then once you use it for a couple minutes, it's not glowing anymore, and then it does like reduced damage. So it kind of doesn't oh. make sense to use it. Yeah, it, so it's still kind of built in in a way. So the, they, the they found a way to ruin thing. the coolest thing about Zelda. But <laughs> if you finish all the Master Trials, it's always fully charged. Not that I ever did that because that would take forever. Anyway. I, without focusing too much on the first one, the, uh, the last thing I'll say is I agree that the, the, the actual dungeons, the, the divine beasts, were very uninspired. And they all had the same... It's like you felt like you were in the same place in all yeah. four of them. It, like, they all looked the same, felt the same. Um, yep. I liked the shrines, though, because they were just quick little puzzles. You know, nothing too, like, mind-bending. It's just, like... Quick little brain teasers, and then you're done, and you get a you get a Korok seat for it. Or, uh, but there, there were a, a, an absolute fuck ton of the shrines, right? Like, like 120 of them. Yeah, yeah. Cut them in half. Give me five fully fleshed out dungeons instead. I'll yeah. take that. We gotta make All it eight day. dungeons. Gotta make it eight. Sorry. Uh, can't, and can't also, the uh, the fight with Ganon at the end is one of the best final boss fights I've ever done in my life. It was so fucking Don't make me play fun. that game just yeah, to play so the final boss for you. Don't, don't, don't make me don't, do don't, it. Don't tell me that. I have it. I'll do it. I can it's, play it right now. My Switch so is good. right here. It's so I'm good. He shoots a, he, there's a certain phase that he's in that he shoots a laser beam at you. You go, what do I do? And then you realize, oh, I have to deflect I'm gonna it. do it. And every it's time on. you just throw his fucking laser beam back at him and then charge in and slash the fuck out of him. Dude, it's so fun. It's so epic. You guys epic. keep talking. All right. I'm going to start playing. It's 2004 again. We're using epic again. Sorry, guys. We brought it back. Uh, but anyway. Oh, wait. Oh, Nintendo just fucked me, and I'm not going to play it. Breath right. of the Wild <laughs> came out on the previous console, 
and I bought it on the previous console. Oh, on Wii U. Much yeah. like most modern day releases, there's nothing when the console launches that's worth buying the console for. Yeah. So I bought it on the Wii U. Uh, there's one no way I'm plugging that thing back in anywhere, and I'm not yeah. paying sixty dollars for Breath of the Wild because I guarantee it's still sixty bucks. Yeah. So sorry, um, not playing it. That being said, this trailer it wasn't much of a trailer, and it looked interesting enough to me. I actually wish that they would stop doing this thing where like, oh, one thing was a success, so let's make a direct sequel to it. I think that um, Nintendo with things like Mario and Zelda and like their big IPs do best when they just move to a whole new fucking thing and do something totally new. I know, like, Odyssey, it's the same thing. They, I fucking loved Odyssey. They did so well with the first one that they're they're doing, like, Odyssey 2 now. So I, I, I'm just worried we're going to see a trend as much as, again, I loved Odyssey and I'd love to see a second one. I'm worried we're going to see a trend now where it just turns into Odyssey 3, Odyssey 4, Breath of the Wild 7. It's just like, I think it's just better to just, like, all right, we, we've, we worked our ideas out on that sort of concept or that gimmick, as Scott was saying. Um, let's do the next thing. Let's figure out what the next thing is and try that out. And and that's the thing, man. Like most for for Zelda specifically, most of their innovation in the last twenty years has come on handheld platforms. You know, like the Oracle just, of, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons. Uh, there's there's Minish Cap. You know, like they they had some really interesting concepts they did, but they were all on the Game Boy Advance and and you know, I hated those ones. I will tell you that the one on 3ds. Uh, a Link Between Worlds, which is a direct sequel. I'm contradicting myself that, now. That's, that's four-player, right? Nah, no, that was the, the season season one. Um, Link Between Worlds was a sequel to Link to the Past, just like 20-some-odd years later. Fucking great game. Yep. Still 60 fucking dollars, yep. and this game is Shit four never drops years old. It's four fucking years old, and I purchased it on a previous console. I, I'm just going to say, Nintendo, Nintendo, Nintendo doesn't... It's, Nintendo's not going to last another 20 years. They're not with the, with the model they have. They're not right now. Like, like a majority. Well, none of them are. The, Nintendo will be the first to go though. I agree. I agree with you, but, but none of them will last another 20 years. That's so fucking crazy. You don't think I, I would have bought no. it. You don't, you if don't, it was 30 bucks. You, you don't think Sony will still be around. They have well, so no, much, with, they have so much their, money. So, so, but even they're talking about putting all their exclusives on PC now. Like at consoles as they exist, I, I dude, mark my fucking words. They will not exist. Not 20 years, 10 years. They won't exist the way they do now. We're going to see consoles and I, I don't anticipate I don't, it. I'm excited for so. it where you can switch out your GPU for a new oh, GPU. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It's but, not going to be the same static system. Like that's, that's no, going to no, be no, dead no, very but, soon. Uh, but I'm saying as a comp, a comp, as far as companies go, micro, like Microsoft will outlive all of the other. Oh, dollars. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm not a huge I, fan I meant of the console. Yeah, not. Yeah, not no, no. Console. But I, th- I think Nintendo as a company, like they're going to see themselves go go on to be a third party developer within the next 20 years because they I, mi- I, they yeah. mis they mismanage like they got lucky. Like if if the Switch wouldn't have been the critical success it was, which is mostly due to convenience, right? The fact that it is a, a mobile handheld console. I I like the console. Yeah, yeah, but if 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 the switch hadn't been a success, they would have been done. The, the Wii U bombed so hard, they were like in the red for yeah. the first two years of the of the Switch's launch. Yeah, uh, and even now they're just they're mismanaging all their biggest IPs. I feel like and, I just and their their fail their failure to like 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 look at uh, look at PlayStation and and Xboxes like like even their exclusives the following year on Black Friday are are discounted like seventy five percent. You know what I mean? And then after afterwards, they're at like a fifty percent 
price point. Nintendo's stubbornness and, uh, and unwillingness to like reduce prices on their, you know, exclusive IPs. Like, I would love to play Luigi's Mansion 3. I'd love to play Mario Odyssey. But I'm not playing it for 60 fucking dollars. I'm Dude, like, and that's been for our whole life. Like, that's not a new I know. Thing. It's so fucking crazy. I remember when PlayStation 2 games were out in Walmart. You had a PlayStation 2 rack. And they mm-hmm. still had the N64. Like, right before that went, mm-hmm. Super Mario 64 was still full price yeah. when they were selling place two console generations away now. Mm-hmm. At, or um, No, that's actually just one. But... uh. No. And they were still full price Super Mario 64 on like and Mario an 64 was game. Yeah, it was, a, it was a launch title for the 64. It's, it's insane. That's what dude. I'm saying. Like, from the very beginning, like, yeah, it was like I, eight years old. Yeah, and, and the thing is, like, the, there's, there's plenty to, to be interested in, in in Nintendo, but for the price that they're asking for it, with like, Metroid being a prime example. Oh, God. That didn't mean, mean for that. I didn't mean to say that. But nobody, but but nobody caught it. Fuck you guys. Yeah, right. it took a second. Yeah, I was too busy still being astounded over how fucking expensive Breath of the Wild. Slow. I mean, I know it's yeah. a thing. We've I've talked about it. People have talked about it in gaming for years. Yeah, how Nintendo gets away with it. You know how they get away with it because you can't find that game cheaper even through third party apps. Yeah. And that means if I really want to play it, I'm going to give the fuck in and pay sixty bucks. Yeah, but like, but listen, but, listen, but the, but the people something? who simp for Splatoon, the people who are like have a hard one for Luigi's Mansion 3 so hard they have to pay $60 to play it. Like, let's be real, man. You know what I mean? All right. But Breath of the Wild, okay, don't spend $60. do not do it. Splatoon, certainly don't. Odyssey is worth your money. I, I Odyssey know, is a fucking incredible game. I it is actually pretty good. I die on this hill. It is a fucking incredible game. So I, good. I, I'm ordering it on it's Amazon right now. If I, if I hate it, it's perfect. pretty good. If I hate it, no, I ha- if, if hate I hate it, it, I'll give you fifty percent back. Mark my words, I will. As, as, a, as a new parent, as a new parent, that's like a generous offer. I'll accept yeah. that. Right. <laughs> that's I'll why take I money out of your mouth. I'll take. If it was like as four a new parent, ago, I'll take. <laughs> as a new parent, I'll take money out of Odin's mouth gladly. Let's do this. <laughs> no, no. Um, I have a feeling. I have a feeling that, that he's so like he has to be double certain. You have to be so. Oh, super. without a doubt. No, you'll love it. I know it. There's oh, yeah. But his but his hat talks to him, and his name is Cappy, right? Uh, I'm on Derek's page. Odyssey is a pretty great. I didn't it's finish incredible. it, but it is a very very oh, good. I don't know about it. incredible. It's a good Mario game. Um, it's it's pretty fun. I 100 percent recommend it. Yeah, right. I, and, and that's fine. I bought that when it came, when it was new, when it was worth sixty bucks. Still, I bought it. On the Switch, I feel I, I feel wrong paying sixty dollars oh. for a game that's been out for two and a half years. Though I got to be real with you, I'll be real with you guys. I'm downloading the Simu uh, emulator right now because there's no fucking way in hell I'm paying for Breath of the Wild. <laughs> fucking Nintendo, suck both my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boys, right, uh, we got to keep going. We got to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was a long tangent. Um, Fatal Frame is back. I. I didn't play the originals, and this is a remake and not a new one. I don't have anything to say about it. Scott, how do you feel about Fatal Frame coming back as a remake of Maiden of the Blackwater? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, my God, boys. Mario Odyssey's $40 right now. Whoa. Oh, hey. Oh. Uh, the, our overlord Nintendo is feeling gracious. Yeah, big, let, that, let that sink in. Odyssey yeah. is 40 Breath of the Wild still 60 but, but Yeah, but it's also for Prime Day. <laughs> Right. Oh, right, fair, right, right. fair, 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 <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. Right, you know what? Yeah. We'll do well, how do you feel about Fatal Frame, Scott? Uh, I love them. I think they're terrifying. 
Um, well, at least they were back in the PlayStation 2 era. I'd like to see how it's going to translate to uh, next-gen, though. You know what I mean? The trailer looks cool. Um, I'm hoping that they'll have some kind of weird motion control where you'll actually physically, in camera move, move your Wii, or, sorry, your fucking Switch to get the picture. You know what I mean? I understand yeah. I understand that they can't have that being exclusive uh, control mode because people are going to be playing in the car, in, in fucking, you know, in, in love seats, in their computer chairs, in bed. But if you want to play it that way, I think that would be a really cool mechanic, and I hope we see something like that implemented. That's all I got. Cool. Derek, do you have any, have you, did you ever play Fatal Frame? I know nothing about it, and this trailer seemed like horror Pokemon Snap to me. That's the best way I can describe it, which is interesting <laughs> enough, uh, depending on how much it costs. Right, right, I might right. play it, like if it's super expensive, absolutely not, but for a couple bucks I'd play it. That's fair. fair. Um, yeah, alright, I mean, I don't have anything to say about it, I, I just gotta move on. I, the trailer was not... I'm not a huge, we've discussed this before, I'm not a huge anime slash, um, you know, it just the whole, like, she's running around in what looks like a schoolgirl's blouse, I, I don't know, and, and skirt. She she, she actually is a, a Japanese schoolgirl, though. Yeah, okay, so that, you know, just proven my point, I'd like to thank you there, Nintendo and uh, Scott. The game takes uh, place in Japan, and she's a teenager, so it, it makes... It makes sense. Yeah, she's not like a twenty-eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the setting movie. sounds more like she's, an excuse. She's also a, she's like, also not twelve-year-old. <laughs> well, the, I mean, this, these are J horror games, man. You know what I mean? Just be just be thankful. There's no fucking tentacles coming out of the sewers. You know what I mean? Yet, right, right. <laughs> yet. Uh, we're gonna move into our main topics, and boy, did I put Sweet Tooth first because this has been burning in my soul for the entire week. And I have to know how the boys feel about it. I can see Derek keeping on to go first. I want to go first. I want to go first. I want to go first. He's going to go, go, first. Gonna go first. first. So Sweet Tooth came out on Netflix a couple of weeks ago at this point. We're a little late to the to the show. Um, I quickly devoured it. Uh, I did not expect to like it as much as I did. I've already said last week that I enjoyed it. Uh, and these two have been keeping. I even tried. I messaged Derek separately. I was trying to put the sweet True. talk on him. Oh. Uh, oh. Rut row. We didn't clap either. I hope he just accidentally. Oh. Did you click exit by accident? You fucking you, no! no I'm, try, I'm, try, I'm trying to fix your fucking mic because I can't hear you half the time. So I figured if I disconnect and reconnect, oh, maybe I can hear oh. you. Yeah, I've been getting <laughs> the same thing. Uh, you didn't stop recording though, right? No, no. All right, cool. So I won't fuck up the uh, the track. Okay. Um, I it, it's Discord clipping it, and I don't know why because we said that last time, and obviously the you're podcast gone. was you're, you're gone that entire sentence. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally fine. I have no idea. Um, go, can you go into your audio settings? And just turn down something. I don't know what's wrong with it. I it, we could potentially be sitting here for fifteen minutes in the middle of the podcast while I turn knobs to see if it, yeah, something we, maybe works. Nobody touched knobs later. just yet. I'm just saying, like um, maybe, maybe input volume would work just for Discord. I, I don't even know why it would be clipping. Um, I yeah, I don't have time to do it in the middle of the podcast. Uh, I'll just back up for my mic and hope that it doesn't do it. How's that? You guys hear me? Okay, perfect. Yeah. All right, fine. Um, anyway, so these guys have been holding their opinions off. And not telling me, and I really, really, really want to fucking know. And um, I'm just gonna make Derek go first. Derek, how'd you feel about how'd you feel about Sweet Tooth? Hey, yeah, glad to finally talk to you. <laughs> no, about no, this no, no. Hang on, hang on. There's not gonna be a preamble here. I, I need the answer. There's gonna be a preamble. <laughs> oh god damn it! Go on, All right, well, you pre you you preamble, and I'll look at my audio settings. I had such a weird relationship with this show. I really did. Uh, 
there are so many things about this show that were unbearably terrible, like just inexcusably should not belong in a modern day television show. Uh, and it was, it was really fucking hard at points to get through this show. Um, I thought there was a lot of cheese on a lot of episodes, like too much, like a little bit is fine. Um, for one, let me just say you could make this show instantly 60% better by just 86ing the narrator entirely. Like, I don't even know why he was in the show. Like it's this like futuristic apocalyptic thing. And then there's this front porch wisdom guy named Jerry just explaining everyone's what they're thinking. Like, and none of it, like he never actually said anything, right? Like it was always like only two things happen. What you think's going to happen or what you don't think's going to happen. Oh, cool. So the entire fucking spectrum of possibility just split into 50-50 immediately just by being vague as fuck. Um, Every time he spoke, I I knew in episode one I was going to hate him, but I figured I'd become like (laughs) inoculated to it eventually. No, all the way up until episode eight. Every time he talked, I got like like viscerally angry, just like red and sweaty. (laughs) Just the worst. Terrible. Uh, Second worst thing about the show is all these like John Legend tier like uh, musicals where they're doing like a feel good montage like what is this fucking Spielberg in the eighties? Like, I just don't get why that like none, it didn't add anything. Like there was no point to it. Um, really, really corny shit. Really, really okay. hard to bear. Just the soundtrack in general. I would describe the soundtrack as stuff that your mom thinks is folk music, like Mumford and Sons, right? It's like, why do we have these like segments where we just have to see like them running through a field while like Florence and the fucking machine plays in the background? Like, I don't care. Well, um, you know, someone says like a foot pedal and a bass drum. Did you finish this, Derek? Did you watch the whole thing? <laughs> I watched the whole thing because here's the thing. There was a lot that it did really well, too. So, like, I kind of was in love with it by the end of it. And it was that's what I mean when I when I say I had a bizarre relationship with it. There was so much that. I hated and I, I, I were things I think are like hallmarks of very bad shows, but it did enough. Well, I, I feel like the interpersonal relationships between everyone were really well done. Um you had like believable flaws in people. Like I was, I'm so glad that they took Jeopard for instance, and they could have made it just easy. Like, Oh, he has trouble trusting people, but now he has like a drug addiction. Like everybody's known an addict at some point in their life, you know, like the struggle of dealing with a person like that. And a lot of addicts are good people, just like Jeopard is deep down in there. You just have to go digging for it. Um, I know we're just doing kind of first thoughts initially, so I won't go too deep into it um i'll say this i'm glad we have the two episode rule on this show because if i had just watched i hated the first episode like almost front to back <laughs> i did i thought every scene that will forte in was worse because will forte was in it which is crazy because oh, no. he's excellent oh, and in like whenever he popped into the rest of the show uh, i think it was episode seven was the flashback between him and birdie yeah. very very sweet episode like it was very yeah, well was. done there was just something about that first episode that was, it was just cheesy. Like it was just corny. Um, it was the show. But that was the world he had constructed for. Sure. But we didn't you. know that then. And I think that's yeah, why true. it was cheesy. It, it, it okay. was too that's much fair. at that's once. Um, but ultimately I think it ended the way every season one of any show should end. Just a musical chairs of all the characters. And you took, you know, uh, they, basically, they paired up 
the most interesting characters they would, the people who have the most to gain or lose from one another. So yeah. um, obviously we knew like Sing <coughs> and Gus were going to end up with one another. Uh, but I like that Jeopard and the woman at the, the zoo ended up with each other. Um, I feel like they're kind of, um, well, we're just doing first thoughts. Anyway, ultimately, I actually ended up really getting into the show. Um, and that's it. Cool. Uh, before Scott talks, I adjusted a couple settings that may have impacted how Discord was recognizing my voice because it's on automatic voice activity. <laughs> anyway, can you not hear me? Yeah, for like <laughs> 10 seconds. Yeah. Okay, well, it's picking it up in the recording, so fuck both of you. Anyway, Scott, how'd you feel about Sweet Tooth? Um, <laughs> can you ask me again? How'd you feel about Sweet Tooth? Um... I think I think Derek kind of said it perfectly. Like there, there were if I, I never I never would have finished watching the show if we didn't have the two episode rule. Um, it kind of, at first it kind of it kind of reminded me of like Paddington Bear. <laughs> oh, so you you finished it too? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, Paddington Bear. <laughs> like cer- certain parts of it, man, were like really really. Like really well written. I thought the characters' relationships were realistic, but I also agree that like some episodes go on for way too long. Too way too uh, long. Yeah, yeah. And it's and the thing is like it, it would I wouldn't have had a problem with the length of the episodes if we've gotten uh, as a result more narrative for each of these. Uh, obviously, they have to hold back to a certain extent so they can have a cliffhanger for their season too, right? Um, but I mean, I, I loved most of the characters in the show. I loved the way the, their relationships were portrayed. Um. I really like I really like Bear. I really like how like, but it also felt kind of weird how like a, a switch flipped instantly. Everyone was just against her. I mean, it, it felt like we we didn't spend enough time in that world for that transition to make sense. I feel like they rushed mm-hmm. certain parts of it. Uh, are you guys hearing a hum at all for me? I, uh, it was probably me. I'm fucking with my settings still. Okay. Um. Yeah, it felt like we didn't spend enough time within that that like world of the uh, the animal army to really understand how. Like we, they give each other a couple of shitty looks, and next thing you know, like there's a, a full on mutiny. It didn't make much sense. Yeah. Um. I loved Big Man. I loved everything yeah. about about him. Uh. He's a honey. He is. He, he is, is a honey, dude. He's an absolute. He really and, is. and the thing, like the the moment, I, the moment I knew <laughs> that I liked this show was as dumb as it is. He he goes back for dog. He goes back into the train. Dude, dude, excellent. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great yeah. scene. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like it was really good. Yeah, and uh, dude, in the I scene mean, after that, when Jimmy Jacobs, who's like has all the concussed, you know, yeah. mental issues, is like fighting the dudes off and like thinks right. that he's back in a football stadium, like that was so yeah. fucking well written. That scene was so sad. Yeah, uh, but you can also tell that he complete. He's already completely forgot that someone else was on the train because he's like, "Who are you talking? What do you mean?" And like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's not. And he's like, not. <laughs> he's not like. Pulling a fast one on him, <laughs> he's legitimately like, "There's he's not there." You know what I mean? And you yeah. see it in every scene he's in. Um, I audibly laughed out loud when he was like, "Hang on a second. The guy's like, "Why?" Because I'm gonna knock your lights out. I don't know. That was fucking scene was just the whole thing was so good to me. Um, it changed something else. Just just a heads up in case there, in case you hear anything weird. There's there's so many great parts of the series. Uh, I feel like the general is a great antagonist. Yeah, he is. Thus far, like, like we don't we don't see oh, yeah. a lot of them. 
but he's charismatic in the same way that we, we talk about, like, uh, Mark, like the Joker or Pagan Min being like a piece of shit, but still like you kind of hang on every word because you want to see like what this person is going to do. Yeah. Um, oh, inside thought. I'll tell you later. Yeah. Um, and um, I don't know, man. I, I, I really, I really, really liked it. I don't have much bad to say about it except for like it, it did go on a little bit longer at certain points than it should have felt like like the it, it dragged at certain points and at other points they had to kind of rush things to get it all in there at the end. But uh, oh, and and the pinky thing, like why would you, why would a nerd, like why would you only have a shaking pinky from some kind of like like fucking degenerative virus? Just your pinky shaking. Eventually, does your hand shake? Does your big toe wiggle? So. Like like what other tells are there? all they give us is that people get sweaty and their pinky twitches. That was a like I get they have to simplify the physical the the physical representation of it. Like they have to give us like a vis a visual so that people can like catch on. Uh, but that felt like really dumb down right like that felt like like really like a watered down oversimplification with the that, of, of that what didn't bother me for some reason it was like they, they were always visibly sick and then the the twitch was almost like a oh it, you're not just normally sick something's affecting like, but they, your they also never really go into like what the sick is like they don't they don't really go into whether it gives you like whether it's a, like you get like some kind of cognitive issue whether yeah. it's yeah, nerve, that's true. nerve damage caused by it they don't really explain that away to the point where it's not just a silly little thing um but I expected to hate, I hate the show. The name the sick, by the way. Can I just say that the sick? Even the illness would be better, but the sick. What's wrong with the sick, Derek? Oh, I just hate it. Are you not down with the sickness, Derek? <laughs> uh, I, I just can't tell both of you guys. Will be better. I don't appreciate being edged. Okay, I'm not into it. It's not a kink of mine. So for both of you to withhold mostly positive opinions of the show that you know I liked for a whole week. I want you to both know. Not happy about it. Alright? But you like these big Cummins you're getting right now, I bet. Yeah. I got. I got ju juice was not worth the squeeze. I gotta be realistic, though. Like, all right, I have to be honest. Sorry, I'm, I'm drinking a 14-percenter. Gonna get words oh, switched damn. up here. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's, it's that midnight R. snack, R. Scott. That midnight R. snack, R. he's a big old, he's a big one, too. Ooh. Yeah, see, oh, well, that's a big old. He, he looks like a Dark Souls boss, right? You think, uh, you think <laughs> just here to fuck my, right my the, kitties and liver up? Um, right about the same width as Jeopard's dick probably is, right? Like, a, yeah, like a, without it's a, a big old yeah. IPA, um, at least. But 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 after us watching that Charlize Theron shit show last week, I I found like some level of like weird like prime like primordial enjoyment out of keeping you waiting and guessing. No, guard was not that bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> Both of you are fucking dickheads. <laughs> All right, uh, we have. More stuff to talk about. I, I obviously I'll oh, wait, let you uh, hang on. I just want to um, before we do that, really, because I know we we gotta we gotta burn through the rest. But I just want to real quick. Uh, who were your guys' favorite characters in the show? Ooh, hard hard choice. I'll go first, just to just to butter up your balls. I really like Doctor Singh. I don't know why. I feel like he was really believable. Um, yeah, I liked him too. I feel like where he ended up makes the most sense. Like, uh, he's in this predicament where he has to find a cure <laughs> for the sick. And he doesn't want to do it because he doesn't want to help General, uh, what's his name, Abbott or something? Abbott, yeah. Um, but of course he wants to save in. his wife. And their love is super palpable. A lot of chemistry on scene between those two. Um, I, I just feel for him that he's in this predicament where like, the one thing he wants to do to save the one person he loves is going to benefit a person who he fucking hates. I just thought that that was an interesting direction uh, to take his character. Yeah, but tell me how, how fucking satisfying it was for 
um, the Karen of that village to get kicked by the oh, yeah. horse <laughs> right in the chest wasn't I even was, the neck so you know I, it wasn't instant she felt it all the way i was legit hell. thinking like i Good. would just kill this fucking this this thick bitch yeah. and then like <laughs> and, and then and then instantly karma karma took place i was like oh my god yes <laughs> maybe yeah, you it was, did it, it was, maybe you willed that into the show i i fucking hope great. so right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah they, they that didn't actually happen you were like a choose your own adventure i could live with that blood on my hands <laughs> um okay like thick molasses so, right she's definitely had diabetes besides, yeah besides besides saying that i like the show i didn't really talk about it i i think the one the thing that i would say is that while the veneer was clearly a little more angled towards like a younger audience i think that it handled like really dark themes Throughout the show, without being like overly visceral, but like they're clearly experimenting on kids. Like, sure they're yeah. hybrids, but they're kids, and that's a dark fucking topic. And yeah. I think they did it. I think they did it very well. Uh, show, um, show of hands, who would fucking die for Bobby? Oh my god, I forgot. I forgot Bobby. Oh my god. If listen, I don't want to be dramatic, but if anything happens to Bobby, Derek, yeah. I will never watch an episode of the show ever again. Bob, Bobby's Ever. my favorite character on that show. I would shit out my own face violently <laughs> through my dick to protect him. Don't fucking hurt Bobby. He's the best. Friends. How did I forget Bobby? He's the best character on this show. I'm sorry. Because he's because he's just a wee little guy. I feel little... like I overreacted. No, no, that, like, that, that feels totally justified because Bobby is also, a, precious, a precious baby. He must be protected. He's and, and, and now your paternal, your paternal instincts are kicking in, bro. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just want to scoop him up. Just hold him. Yeah. With that beard, he basically looks like he's yours. Yeah. I'll give you some milk. It's your mom's. It's Whoa. not mine, but I'll give it to you. Okay. All right. I, thought, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know I thought how that was Gabriel Rule 34 for a second there. <laughs> Guys, oh no. Do you think there's Bobby Rule 34? No, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't know. He has, this is a part of his protection. He must be protected. Do not send me Bobby Rule 34. I, I, swear, I can't handle it. I can't. Don't do it. I'm starting to get like a like a tension headache and laughing really hard is making it worse. But that deserves lots of chuckles. Uh, OK. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, re I really liked it. I'm glad you guys did, too. Uh, the second episode of Loki oh, there's Bobby, has aired. There's Bobby Hill what? rule 34. <laughs> I was just going to search for sweet tooth rule 34. I doubt you'd get specific like Bobby rule 34. You can just yeah. Google furry porn. It's the same thing, right? <laughs> <gasps> oh, little beaver gross. boy <laughs> oh no um, alright so next up is the second episode of Loki that premiered uh, this one gave away a decent amount of information so we spoil everything on the show FYI mm -hmm. if you're watching the show uh, there is they kind of give a well they tell us who we're supposed to think is the primary antagonist which I don't uh, think is going to be the primary antagonist but Theories aside, they show up with Lady Loki, or who we think is Lady Loki, which this was the rumor that I had talked about, and we actually, I didn't mention in the, in the last episode, which was that early on there was casting rumors of a uh, of a female actress, and it was her, Sofia de Martino, and they thought that she was going to be playing like a Lady Loki, because Lady Loki is a character that exists in the comics, uh, and they thought that was like a twist that was going to happen. So that was the thing I thought was going to happen, didn't mm. want to spoil. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give away the bag. I want to know, Scott. I want to know how you felt about Loki episode two. Uh, I love the show so far. I think it's a breath of fresh air. 
I understand that it, it probably doesn't need to be as long as it is, but I don't mind it because every extra minute we get a screen time in the show is exploring the uh, the TVA, right? And kind of like like kind of uh, flushing out uh, a whole other aspect of the MCU we haven't seen yet. Uh, I think that same as last week, Owen Wilson and uh, Tom Hiddleston have an incredible chemistry on screen together. Um, it also seems like the evil Loki has a really clever scheme that I can't wait to see unravel. Um, I'm I'm just into it, man. I, I don't have anything bad to say, but I don't I don't think this week's episode was like a mind blower or anything like that. But it did have a cool little twist on the end, and uh, it's hooked me in a way that no other uh, Disney Plus MCU content has so far. Word. I, I think I know how Derek feels about this episode, but I'm going to let him go before I feel that. So, Derek, how'd you feel about episode two? Um, it was OK. I mean, it wasn't bad. It was OK. I think that um, there- I saw you post something on Facebook about like Norse mythology yeah. and hating it or something. <laughs> I just saw it. I was like, oh, he a- totally hated it. Yeah, no, no, no. I didn't hate it. It wasn't bad. It's just OK. Um, I think people are blowing the show up a little more than it deserves. That's fair. I will say this because uh, I'm, I'm usually I start with the bad things and then go into the positives. Um, I'm going to do it the opposite. I think that uh, Loki does. It's at least aesthetically more interesting than any other uh, Disney Marvel show that we've seen so far. Like it's doing something a little different. I just love the like fallout inspired aspect of the TVA. And it's sort of a mix between that. And like, like I said with episode one, like this sort of monotony of like a government agency building, like you're at the DMV right. or something. Um, and even the way they, the, the bureaucratic processes, I just think that those are funny. I think that that creates good spots for humor. Um, I think that Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston surprisingly have excellent chemistry. Like they just, the way they bounce off they each really other, really do their dry humor is very funny. I yeah. think Tom Hiddleston is always is very charismatic guy. Um, but as far as like the plot of the show, like it's, it's standard fare to me so far. It's nothing, nothing crazy new. Um, I think the lady Loki thing was pretty predictable. Uh, there's only one reason you would take a a variant, like a, a a copy of your main character and keep them shrouded in a silhouette (laughs) because, because there's for some reason, something's totally different about them. And at the beginning of the episode, they went on about how sometimes their appearances differ. So it's like, all right, it's either, uh, a Loki that's a person of color, uh, which would have weird connotations to make the eviler Loki be, you know, someone of color. Oh, God, can you imagine that? That's what I mean. Yeah. So that's not it. Or it's a woman. So obviously they went with, you know. Female the other Loki. minority. Yeah. Um, the other, <laughs> the is, other there, is there a female Loki rule 34? Of course oh, there is. Well, I don't even have doubt. to Google it to tell yeah, you. Yeah. Don't even have to Google it. Didn't what do them horns research. do, girl? <laughs> Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. Like it's, it's uh, again, like, I don't want to come across like I'm trying to be contrarian. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying it's corny. It's not shitty. It's just okay to me. That's it. That's fine. The question is what, like what periods in time did this female, like this other Loki just alter? Cause if, if they're parts of the main MCU that we've seen on screen already, we could get a really, really interesting season where Loki has to go back through and fix all these pivotal moments of the canon that we've already seen, which means we could get some really big cameos and also some really interesting because for, for one of the one of my favorite parts of Endgame was where you see them go back and they're in New York again. Like, I thought that was really cool. Them being back at the original Battle of New York and it's seeing how favorite kind of, part. 
Well, you're. I'm sorry. I, I, you don't. You, <laughs> don't, you, big, you don't, big shocker there, Derek. Yeah, you don't. You don't like Steve Rogers so having two on screen give you like an anti boner. While the rest of us were all <laughs> yeah. six to midnight. It actually turned his pee into a vagine. Yeah, in Audi to any. come on! It just felt like oh, we can't come up with a new set. Let's use some of the old ones. I don't know. That's just. Well, I mean, what was it when the entire set's green screen? Does it really fucking matter? <laughs> I mean, let's be real. The whole point of that sequence. Was I can't tell if you're agreeing with me or arguing against me, but I'll just, I'll just not. No, it's, it's, it's like 50 50 of both. But, but at the same time, though, like, like for them to revisit that moment and show it from a different point of view, I thought was interesting. And if that, if we're going to get something like that out of this series where we get like, because they're going to have to compartmentalize the rest of these episodes, right? It can't be one long run on. Right, like, if 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 you say that, well, if if they're going for him, if the formula that works best with this kind of story building is like X Files, sliders, uh, what's the what's the really offensive Quantum Leap? Uh, that one was really racist a lot of the times. <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. really, really, the one the one where he comes back and he's like a mentally challenged guy and he just looks in the mirror yeah. and goes. I'm, I'm retarded. retarded. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that show is not aged well at all. Yeah, but if, if they're going, if, if they're going the quantum leap, uh, sliders, X Files route, they have to compartmentalize episodes. And the best way to do that is to have them go back and fix all these different variants that she's created with these, right? Like with, with, with her weird time erasing because she used those boxes they used to clear a scene where a variant has occurred, and she sent them back to different points in time. So. Who knows who or what was erased if it was carefully calculated by somebody who's familiar with the uh, what, what do they call it? The what timeline? The holy no sacred timeline. Sacred timeline. Uh, so we could get some really cool twists on stuff we've already seen, uh, and that's honestly like one of my highest hopes is to see things from a, a completely different perspective, like things we've already kind of seen but maybe weren't flushed out as well, or to yeah. see like. Uh, a live action version of what if you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause these things could have, could change any narrative. It, like if, if, like if captain America is blinked out of existence during world war two, what happens? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Loki could have to go back and figure out a way to fix that. You know, it, it could be right. really, really interesting. Um, that that's what I want to see, but the, the hopeless, the hopeless optimist me wants to see that, but the cynical black heart that pumps sludge to my body knows that we're not going to get those cameos. Cause they can't afford Chris Evans for an episode of Disney Plus, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> it also means that uh, not only did Steve Rogers know 9-11 was happening and just <laughs> let it happen, uh, so did Owen Wilson. It's, it's canonical now. Owen Wilson did let 9-11 happen. <laughs> I don't know if he true. did it. Could, you know, could, you know, could you imagine if like Loki took them back to 9-11 to find other Loki? <laughs> Fucked up that would be that would be like great to just be there like at this point in American history like are we beyond it now is it time okay great mm -hmm. that, that would just be an exciting new chapter anyway yeah uh, instead, of, like, instead of going to Pompeii they go to 9-11 like, <laughs> <"See?" laughs> I um I thought the whole like hiding in a, the hiding in apocalypses uh was kind of clever yeah um I I, I like the episode a lot I, I have nothing really bad to complain about. Do you guys want to hear the, the theory that I have? And I warn you, it's probably true because I'm fucking super smart and you should all acknowledge that. <laughs> just because just okay. you said it like that? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to hear it? Okay. Yeah, it feels yeah. like no matter what, we're going to hear it. So. Yeah. I, well, I, <laughs> no, I mean, I, if, if I have the I'm like one of those videos on YouTube, like if I have the potential to be right and ruin something for you, I don't want to ruin it for you. So, you, well, are you basing know. this on something no. you've heard or are you basing this on something you think? Based on something I think. Okay, Ruin me, Daddy. Yeah. Ruin yeah, me. Ru yeah. 
Um, so I noticed us. in the I noticed in the end credits up. make me wonder. Um, <laughs> I noticed in the end credits that Sofia DiMartino is not credited as playing a character named Lady Loki. She's credited as Sylvie. Um, Sylvie, I forget her last name. Basically, there's a character named Enchantress, not to be confused with the one in the DC universe, but the one in the MCU universe. Uh, there's some Elseworlds thing where Loki bestows some power onto a character named Sylvie Lushton, I think is the last name, and she becomes Enchantress. So I don't necessarily think this is Lady Loki. I think that's going to be like a reveal or something later on in the series that it's not actually a Lady Loki. It's this person that Loki has impacted at some point. Um, and that's why she was like, this isn't about you. I don't know for sure. And I don't even know what the what, if that's true, what the impact that would have on the show would be. I mean, at the ultimately, what would it matter? who she is if her goal is still exactly the same. But I, I have a feeling it's going to be something like that because why would you credit her as playing Sylvie if she's not actually just playing fucking lady or they're reinventing her. And they're saying like, she's using the name Sylvie because she doesn't want to be, she said, don't call me that when he was like, Oh, you're Loki. And she was like, don't call me that name or some shit like that. So I don't know, but that's, that's I think you just solved the mystery that you proposed right there in that same sentence. Yeah. Thanks for spoiling the whole show. Thanks asshole. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Hey, you're a real sleuth. What well, it's it's weird Thanks. though because now whenever I say the word sleuth, I automatically think cum sleuth. <laughs> yeah, I mean Scott a, a, Kelly a, cum a, a, sleuth, a real cum shoe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, what is that? Oh God! All right, well, I'm I'm surprised. I'm happy that Derek enjoyed it. I like I said, j- just based off that one Facebook post, I was like, oh, he didn't fucking like it. So I'm I happy just thought that that, that uh, comment was hilarious. <laughs> It was pretty funny. Um, yeah, I thought the whole like Roxon, Roxmart, uh, there's clearly a nod to Roxon, which is a company that's been uh, a big player in the MCU space over the years. Or not MCU, the Marvel Universe over the years. Uh, it's only been mentioned a handful of times in the MCU. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think it's I think the show has a lot of potential. Initially, my idea was that what do you, what's going on? Uh, wait. No, it, went, it went blank. Wait for it. Wait for it. I'm waiting for it. Edging me again. Can't even see it. My fucking green screen. No. Uh, Breath of the Wild is 20% off right now for Prime Day. Hey. Uh, yeah, but it's like a physical copy. I don't do that shit. <laughs> I don't do that shit. Are you too we good don't for do physical copies? Alright. So send me the link. I, maybe I'll get it. Who knows? I, I mean, I'm also... I mean, I, already, I, mean I, don't. <laughs> I already downloaded the Simu emulator. Yeah, and, just uh, do that. was planning on doing that. Um, anyway, my, my kind of... My my brain formulated that the, the potential narrative for the show is that clearly the the branch timelines that are splitting off. I think we're going to find out that like the TV, the sorry, the timekeepers are going to be either like a like a Wizard of Oz type thing. Like they don't actually exist. And they're just using them as like this. I swear we know what we're doing type background because she's, she's like, oh, they're busy. They're working. You can't see them. You know, like it was kind of like the don't look behind yeah. the curtain type no thing. one sees the wizard no way no how right yeah exactly that was yeah. a good impersonation um either Thank that or good. either that or like the three of them no longer exist and like just one of them is running the show and like has turned bad or some you know, generic shit like that not not to like repeat the same fucking theme again and again but what if they pull back the curtain and it's just all three of the timekeepers just blowing each other at giant triangles <laughs> yeah. that's uh, what the tcn rule 34 should resemble 
Yeah. It's the timekeeper's mm. all blowing each other. No, yeah. I'm good. Because yeah. time, time is triangular, right? You have the past, present, and future, right? Yeah, right. but what we're but, trying but, to but, do but is... The sacred timeline is, where they, is the timeline where they all finish in each other's mouths at the same time. Yeah. I'd like to be present oh, oh, in no. that. I'd like to be presently getting no. my ass blown out by Chris. <laughs> in the drawing, I'm saying. In the drawing. <laughs> Would be yeah, no, just in the drawing. Don't yeah. don't take it out of context. Can, can, no, can, can, we, can, we, can, can we like have uh, rule thirty four of, of us three? But like in the background, there's somebody like in a furry suit wanking off, and we all know it's Nick, but yeah, we don't we say who it is. Yeah, we can't say that though. <laughs> can't say that out loud like we just did twice. We <laughs> can't. <laughs> no, I promise, dude. It's not all sexualized. <laughs> no, sometimes um, it's just about being who you are. Yeah, he's just pulling one out asexually. I'm just saying that the sacred timeline is like a, a, it's like a the sacred timeline is just one cum stream and all the offshoots are like the yeah. little splatters and we're trying to coalesce them all into one web one stream yeah, well, of we'll, cum. Well, think think about the most violent shot, like, the, the most violent rope you've ever slung. Right? You have the mainstream, <laughs> but the most violent. But 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 yeah. <laughs> Did it punch somebody? I mean, like the most like violent, as in like forceful, right? Like the most like they think of Mount Vesuvius, Mount Saint Helen. Uh, every, 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 every rope has that mainstream, right? That, that goes whoop, straight up. And then gravity, gravity's a cruel mistress, so it comes back down. But before that even happens, you have those, you have those little, those little fellas that split off. To the, yeah, like, little, you know, like, spleakers. Yeah, little, 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 lone, little lone wolves, you know? And then they, I need Scott, I need Scott to do, like, folly for uh, a porn video, so that when the guy comes, he goes whoop, whoop. <laughs> Like a slow mo comes out, you're like, whoopity ah, 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 ah. <laughs> <laughs> doo, here comes the goo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, we got to move on, but my, the, I will finish this thought, goddammit. My initial thought was that this series was going to show how they fuck up the sacred timeline, the show's going to end in some kind of disarray, and then Doctor Strange and Spider Man films will wrap it up so that the MCU gets to delve into the multiverse, but then they clean it up and they don't have any loose ends afterwards. Like they're going to make some new normal at the end of those movies. And uh, it, that that's how they're going to bring in all the other franchises that they want to probably yeah, it's like gonna be, fantastic it's gonna, for it's, next men. It's going to suck. It's going to suck. Um, the other here are these 30 year old people that you didn't know about for the entirety of our of our fucking they were in a multiverse. Yeah. Ooh. But also, uh, the also, other also imagine I'm sorry. No, you're good. Go ahead. But also imagine like, <laughs> like, imagine like the Fantastic Four being from another another multiverse and not just being hated on by everybody in our multiverse. All the fucking racists and bigots of of you know, it just it doesn't make any sense that that the X Men were always shunned and the Fantastic Four were praised because of one was biological and one was man made. You know what I mean? Or one was uh, What's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, fucking, uh, I don't know. Never mind. I wish I could help you. I, I, I just, I want to give yeah. you anything. Right what's, now, what's, what's the word for the greater MC, the MCU that takes place beyond Earth? Cosmic. Yeah. One, one was a cosmic interference. One was just, you know, regular old evolution. Word. I can tell when Chris is reading an article. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty obvious. intently off like this. He's kind of slack faced yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you're right, man. Racism yeah. is yeah, systemic felt. and terrible. Yeah, word, <laughs> word. Yeah. Uh, all right, we got to move on. So our yeah. next topic of the evening is: Did you guys both get to watch the Rick and Morty finale or premiere? Sorry. Mm -hmm. 
Indeed. Okay, so we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about Mayor of Easttown, and then we're fucking Dunskis, unless unless would you rather pee out of your butt or poop out of your dinker <laughs> was actually a main topic tonight, uh, Scott. Oh, we so, forgot Luca. You guys all watch Luca, right? Oh, we oh, did. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll grab to it if we have time. If yeah. not, no one yeah, comes I've here only, I've only got about 15, 15 minutes here. Oh, no, that's not enough time. Uh We'll, we'll we'll save Luca for next time because no one's coming here for their for family friendly movie reviews anyway. Yeah, should um, I watch? I'll just this say with my it was kids. A, I'll just say it was a joy. So, uh, Rick and Morty season five episode one premiered. Uh, the only thing I have to say about it is that yes, I found it funny. Um, I also just it's just more of the same. Like I just think they do sci fi concepts well. Like the whole like this other world ages faster than the one that I'm in, and therefore all these horrible things happen. It's like. It's like typical Rick and Morty, but it's still, to me, very entertaining because the jokes are still funny and the characters are still doing silly shit. And I don't know how long it's going to take before this formula runs its course. But for now, having a good time. How did you feel about it, Scott? Uh, I loved this episode, but I loved it because but solely because of Mr. Nimbus and how fucking stupid he was. <laughs> yeah. I just like his little, his little easily. His little, we, t- we, we, we talked about like last week about how like... Uh, you know, like everyone has that that one that girl or guy they slept with that they're embarrassed of, and that person starts like tagging them <laughs> on social media, like, "Oh no, oh no, people are gonna know I fucked her." Uh, Mister Nimbus is Rick's dirty secret. Like Rick, like Rick is embarrassed that this is like his oldest nemesis. Uh, yeah. From I guess from a simpler time, but uh, I, I don't know. Man, it was really funny. The fact he he like controls police for no reason. <laughs> this is fucking <laughs> stupid. He controls the police. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. That's what, that's what I mean. I didn't mean to say, I didn't mean to like downgrade the episode. It was very funny. I really loved it. I just, to me, I was just like, well, this is just, this is well, what Rick and Morty does. This is just, you know. Well, we ended last season with two Beths and like a whole bunch of shit going on that this episode doesn't address at all, which makes me think we're probably like, Rick and Morty is so high concept that half these episodes probably take place in different universes and we just don't know it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think the writers know it either. I, I mean, I, yeah. I, I'm just, I'm just at the point where I, like, the thing is like, there is, there is a lot of, Thanks, Derek. Uh, th- there is a lot of lore in this show and there is like a lot of like, like overarching narratives, but you just have to not give a fuck and just laugh. Cause who give, it's, it's a fucking cartoon, bro. Like who gives a shit really? Right. Like I'm going to enjoy this show, uh, probably until they cancel it. Cause it shares my sense of humor. Like, like, like dumb thinking it's smart. It's really like that's my- well then buckle in because it's the next Family Guy, which that was the next <laughs> Simpsons. It's gonna get thirty fucking seasons. Oh, don't be Your so fucking negative. grandkids. Are, it's gonna, I'm telling you, it's gonna turn into that. Mark my words, absolutely it will. I, I I liked the episode, but I just liked it. Like it wasn't like oh my god, this is amazing. Like I didn't at no point did I like mm. bowl over laughing. It was just funny. Like that was it. I had a couple nose laughs. Um, I really. Like the the uh, uh, time displacement thing, where he like goes back and gets the wine, and the dude goes back in, and like his family's all old and shit. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. like the initial one, I was like, I like that. I thought was really funny, and then by the time they did it the second time, I was like, oh, that's the theme of the episode. I wish it was just a one off thing. Like I don't know, I it, it almost like lessened the joke for me that that was the whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah. Just this nice guy, like, oh, I, you just gotta enjoy the moment, and then he goes back, his family's fucking dead. <laughs> I was like, holy shit! I thought well, that was really, I, that was the only real like laugh it got out of me. The rest you, was like, you yeah. didn't laugh when he like fights the son and turns around, like, wait a minute, he goes back in and like just beats. He's like an old man, like not even two seconds later, he's beating up like a sixty-year-old man in front of his grandkids. <laughs> I always loved I laughed the, at the, most of it. <laughs> the thing that always gets me about Rick and Morty is that the 
this high concept sci-fi thing is just a B story. Like it's not even the most important part of the episode. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's always what Rick and Morty gets me with. It's like, I love sci-fi and I love that kind of shit. And just to see it, like it's a, they don't Rick and Morty don't give a shit about it. It's, it's a like, play thing. it's, yeah. it's an annoyance to them yeah. that they're dealing with this whole world of people that they've essentially just <laughs> fucked completely. Uh, and I, I just really liked it and I don't, I don't really have anything else to say about it. Besides, I, I thought it was great and I'm looking forward to the next one. And yeah, I mean, I'll keep right. watching it until they start yeah. sucking pretty much how I feel about it. Uh, we'll, we'll probably still talk about it, but in the future, they're going to be like a week delayed because we have to record on the weekends and this airs at 11 PM Sunday. So yeah. unfortunately we're not going to get to talk about episode two next pod. We'll have to do it with the pod after. However, I can't wait cause I really loved it. Um, that's it. And I, I still want to talk about one more thing before we go. So we have a, a couple minutes. Yeah. Um, also how's my mic been better? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, whatever you I, did I, initially made it worse, but it's been yeah. seem, seemingly better the past couple minutes. Yeah, so. I th- Discord likes to do a bunch of really annoying shit to make things better for the for the layman, aka dumb things down so you can't fucking break it on your own very easily. Right. And um I think I tricked it into just doing what I fucking wanted to. Anyway, uh Mayor of Easttown. Scott and Derek both watched it. Scott was Scott was definitely saying like this is a great show. Um, but we never said like, we should watch it as a group. And I just never kind of, I just didn't, I don't know. And then Derek watched it and kind of on the download and said, Oh, we finished it. It was great. And I, I was finally tired of not being in the fucking club and Jesus Christ. I wish one of you would like have held me to gunpoint or threaten my son to watch it. I like, it was, I feel I like would, we did I, tell I, you to watch it. I literally it, told no, I literally no. every, every week, in, the episode out. every week in the, and the four horse cocks of the apocalypse chat. I said this show is a fucking banger every week. At, immediately following watching the episode, dude. It yeah, but I don't think anyone in the. I don't, this is not. I'm not saying it's your fault. I really am not. I want to preface that or uh, no, or, no, or, hurt me, insult me, spit in my face. No, Let's it's it. it's really not their fault. This is the rule thirty four episode. Like, we got to get it out of your system. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it was the rule thirty four, hold me episode, down and then, punish me. Yeah, your punishment <laughs> would be BDSM uh, from from Kate Winslet with a hoagie or something. I don't know. Um, Good luck fitting a whole hoagie back there. They go in the front and come out the back, not the other way around, bitch. <laughs> Maybe you do the reverse nah. poopy like South Park. Like a, uh, that's going to be two well, Katie Couric interrecto gesture. Anyway, the show is fucking. It was phenomenal. Um, there was some really, there was some really funny parts, some truly, truly sad parts. And I feel like I've leaned on this as a crutch a lot since I've had a son, but like being a dad and seeing some of the shit that happens to kids in the city. Um, I'm not going to lie. So obviously you guys know I'm a crier, right? Not, not take pictures of myself and post on social media, Kevin Smith crier, but <laughs> Scott, there's a scene in the show <laughs> what a where, metric. where the fucking, the, the, we think reformed mom is spending time with her son and he's oh, in the bathtub yeah, yeah. Yep, and yep. you think he, and I was crying before we yep, even knew. Yep. I was like, as soon as, as soon as she was like, Oh, I'm getting tired. And her, and I started like freaking out. I was like, no fucking way. Yeah. If they kill this kid, I'm turning the fucking show I'm, off. I'm not like, even, a, no I'm not way. even a parent. And I was like sobbing at the thought. Of what, oh God. Yeah. But, but, but the thing is like, this show is like, it's not, it's not like overtly violent or or depressing no. for the sake of like it doesn't exaggerate. It just really portrays what life is like in a shitty in, sh- in shitty fucking Chichester. Really, I live like, here. Help me. <laughs> yeah, but but the the thing is like uh, it also this show uh, surprises you like in a lot of. I thought I thought you were yeah. frozen. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's su- was, it's, uh, it subverts expe- rule it, it, it subverts expectations, but not in a way that feels cheap. 
in a way that makes you feel dumb for not paying attention. Um, the conclusion of the show, I first of all, like, oh, fuck you. But I think, oh, wait, he was talking to his son in the bedroom the night that it happened. Yeah. Then then his right. then his his son wouldn't tell the mother what happened. She assumed he was having an affair, kicked him out of the house. And the brother was going to take the blame. It's, it's all this. It's all unnatural. Like, literally, like the father's like, I'm going to take the blame. You're not you're not going to worry about it. And then the, the brother of the of the father who has nothing to live for, basically, he's like this sad, lonely guy. But at one point had apparently slept with his fucking niece, too. Right. Then they all bang that girl. Uh, yeah. no, I think I thought it came out that only the one head like, oh, they, yeah, they, it was just John, but everybody else they made was the like, brother take the fall for it yeah. because he was like, I have a family. I can't be implicated was, in this. It was so brilliantly done where like, all right, they make you think that it was about John having the affair with the woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And his brother comes in the one time and he's drunk or whatever. And he's like crying and he's like, I'm tired of cleaning up your messes for you. And, and, and like the scene that preceded it was about. John being unfaithful and, and sleeping with this woman like a couple years prior or whatever. And yeah, so we, yeah. the viewer, go like, oh, yeah, he's tired of that aspect of it, like him yeah. tarnishing the family name. And now he has to move him out of the house. Like, no, it turns out the whole time, obviously, he's talking about covering up for what his son did. I thought it was excellent, like, like literally super intelligent writing in that there were so many Kansas City shuffles. So many things that made you go like, hang on. No, it's this. No, it's that. No, it's that. But not in a, like a annoying shock factor way, like loss, yeah. where they just do like the craziest thing you'd never expect. All of it makes sense when you look at the grand yeah. picture of it. Like all of it tracks throughout. You just didn't see it. It just led you yeah. in other directions the entire times from like red yeah. herring to red herring to red herring. It was super, super good writing. Great acting. Kate yeah. Winslet. Like this is one of her best. Um yeah. There's so the much ep- resolution too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like yeah. almost ever. Like, uh, there's three or four times where I, I question. Since it's a limited series, there's a couple times where I question whether it was over already. Like, like when yeah. uh, when they rescued the the girls. You know what I mean? And uh, and yeah, and handsome face uh, American Horror Story got big dead. Capped. Mm-hmm. Dude, that Evan fucking Peters. episode. Oh, dude, I was I was live live commentating to Derek while I was watching yeah. it and I'm like oh fuck oh fuck I was like oh my god he just got doomed <laughs> I didn't want to like spoil anything so I'm like I don't want to accidentally say something that happens here there so like, that's the only reason I didn't respond but yeah. dude that whole scene Veronica and I were like we're like ready for bed the first half of the episode like kind of nodding out and then we were literally like on the edge of our seats watching the rest of it like that whole scene was and Zabel just gets capped like it's nothing. Like he wasn't a main character. That's of the show. why it was so shocking. Yeah, th- there was no like, so there was no lead up or like he didn't even have a yeah. chance, dude. He just got but, but, shot in the head. But that's got to be what it's like, right? Like what it's, it's like. It's, yes, of exactly. Yeah. It, 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 it was true to true to form. Exactly. Uh, also, I like to, I like to add in that my friend Beth uh, did makeup FX on this show. She's an incredibly talented makeup artist. Shout out to Beth. Yeah, and uh, she killed on this. Well, job well done, yeah. Beth. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. I, I, I ten, sh- honestly, show was a ten out of ten for me. I, yeah, hundred uh, percent. The, the writing, like Derek said, uh, my, my. Even if you're like, just a, a hair, above R worded, and I'm sorry, it's gonna offend somebody. <laughs> even if you're just a hair above it. What, what is a hair? What, what is a hair above R worded though? I, I don't know. There's rule thirty four of it somewhere. There, <laughs> oh there, no! There are there are tropes. That's got to be the in, one thing that's sacred, right? <laughs> there there are well, nothing sacred in rule thirty four. There are tropes in Hollywood 
that we we all know that just get used and used and used. And and honestly, foreshad in any good story, you foreshadow things, and that means that as long as you're not a a, a dumb dumb stupid pants, you can usually tell what's going to happen in a fucking show, like yeah. or at least have a pretty good idea. And that means that for some of us who <laughs> oh, wait. really like Chris said, as long as you're not a dumb dumb stupid pants, and we just yeah. let it happen. We we just let it. Well, you didn't with, now. Course. You could have, but now you. <laughs> Uh, no, keep going, Derek. called attention to it. I was trying to sneak it in under the radar, you know? They wouldn't have noticed. Uh, well, Derek apparently has God-tier dum-dum doo-doo head radar. <laughs> I was trying to sneak it in under the radar. They wouldn't have noticed anyway. Uh, and the, the plots of these shows are usually predictable. And like Derek said, the writing was so good that I kept going, oh, okay, so that makes sense. It was this guy. And then they switched it, and I went, oh, shit. That makes sense. It was that guy. And then I switched it again and I was like, oh, my fucking God. And by the time we got to the end, it was just so heartbreaking. Like the reason the kid did it was so sad. Like, it, yeah. it, let's be real. It, it was John's fault. do you blame fault. anyone? Do you blame? Like, well, I mean. Well, John. Of 100%. course. But you don't blame, I don't blame you, the kid. You don't blame John for protecting his kid, though. No, oh, of course you not. You blame John for the shitty thing he did for fucking his niece for, for being fall. an incestuous pedophile yeah. piece of shit of course but, i'm sorry whoa, let me whoa, be clear that, oh my god what happened what just happened i don't i don't know oh boy it might be the end of that might be the the, that's, that's, the cliffhanger of the podcast that's it we have our own mayor of east town now <laughs> mary's town season two featuring scott kelly where'd he go i know mike nobody knows uh, I'm not going to laugh about that because I hope everything, whatever just yeah, happened, that's is okay. Actually a good point. Someone might be getting into a fist fight, uh, you know, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> um, I'm going to keep talking, and then if he's not back for the sign off, I guess we're just going to have to go because I know you're lo- short on time. Yeah. Um, I love the show. I don't have anything else to say about it, to be honest with you. I, the the fucking the writing was fantastic. The makeup, Beth, shout out, was super fantastic. Um, I, you know, it it got me. It just got me, and I I was yeah. It didn't feel like a sleeper show to me, but because like I, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't know why you guys talking about it didn't register more. Mm-hmm. It just didn't, and then I, I finally watched it, and I thought it was fucking crazy awesome. Yeah, I was a little behind too, actually. Like we, we watched the first episode, and we liked that, and I, maybe we watched the second one too, <clears throat> but we actually didn't get caught up until like two or three days before the last one aired. So we watched all. That's the best that. time. Yeah. Right. But so we saw, you know, Zabel get capped right before the last one aired. But anyway, um, no, it, it was incredible. And Kate Winslet, as always, is a phenomenal actress. Um, just incredible. Uh, it ended in a way that was like really, um, really sad, obviously, for, yeah. for the way things turned out, but also like kind of inspiring. Um, you had... Uh, What's her name? The the woman with cancer, like her daughter was found. Um, that whole scene was super emotional. Um, yeah. Ultimately, like all the characters, I feel like had a good resolution in the end. Yeah. Uh, no, no, everybody nobody kind of got like left behind, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, totally agree. Oh, hey, he's back. You OK? Hey. Yeah, we th- yeah. We thought you got mayor of Easttown. <laughs> no, no, I, uh, I ordered a contactless delivery of Pizza Hut like an hour and a half ago, and the lady oh, has, been no. sitting, has been sitting in the driveway for 20 minutes and didn't call, didn't, like, just... Nice. Boomer shouldn't be allowed to do, uh... Um, next Anything. week, our Pizza Hut review. Yeah, yeah really. 
Um, all right. Well, we were just wrapping it up. So we were just about to say our, our goodbye buys. Uh, we're happy nothing terrible is happening because Derek and I were laughing about <laughs> your your quick exit. And I was like, wait, shit. It might have been actually bad. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine uh, if, Derek- if just, you just watched my green screen get read in flame. <laughs> but wait, oh, what, did, what no. happened though? Did, 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 did the delivery driver just come into the house or something? No, no. Uh, my roommate banged on my door and I was like, Oh, oh I, did I, you I, punch I, him oh. in the mouth afterwards? No, yeah, <laughs> no. But uh, that was really, that was really weird. Like, imagine, re- like, we all know what contactless delivery means right like we've all been living in a pandemic for a fucking year even those of us who are over the age of 55 know what contactless delivery means right and when, right, someone, right, and right. when someone pre-tips you and gives you a phone number to call you just call that yeah, number just drop it on the fucking door and be yeah out. Call, you drop it on that fucking door and then you call that number it's not it's not complicated but apparently or text it or something apparently this lady's been sitting in the driveway for 20 minutes like a <laughs> psychopath and didn't even knock on the fucking door didn't Wait, even, she was sitting in the yeah she was waiting yeah didn't even, didn't di- didn't even knock on the door how did I miss that? I thought that you said like she just dropped it off and had been sitting there for twenty minutes. No, 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 no. She she like had been sitting in the driveway for twenty minutes, and my roommate was like, "Oh Who's no!" In the fucking driveway and went outside, and, and she's like, she gets out of the car when he goes outside. Uh, so listeners, check on your grandparents. Make sure that if they need money, you're helping them out. Don't don't let them do pizza deliveries or DoorDash or yeah. What, or, or uh, what did you? Uh, what did any you matter of mobile pizza, service. Uh, pepperoni, sausage, and jalapeno. Wow. Uh, Actually very, very respectable. Good. I was ready to judge yeah. you, but I can't. Uh-huh. Um, can well, we all just say that I'm, I'm like, a, I'm like a, a crystal ball fortune teller because that driver is clearly air above our word. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> we can't we can't make the title hair above our word. Yeah, we can't, but we can keep saying it. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, episode 30, episode 34. I've done my research. <laughs> yeah, oh, that feels, okay. That feels okay. like it's it. Actually, we have to figure out a uh, an image as well, but we can do that in the chat. I know Derek has to go. I don't want to. I don't want to take any. Uh, what's the word? Privilege? Take any? I don't. I don't know. I don't want to take advantage of his time. So, Derek, uh, where can we find yet? Oh, you what? Can, huh? You can find me right here. Uh, oh, is Scott gone? Uh, I was no, say, right I was, real quick, I just want to ask you guys one final question: Would you rather pee out of your butt or poop out of your dinker? <laughs> well, all right. Say say your goodbyes and answer at the same time. Okay. Uh, goodbye. So dark. <laughs> goodbye. My name is Derek. You can find me on Twitter at Doctor Gloom MD. That's D R G L O L M M D. I pee out of my butt every single day. So uh, I'm just gonna take that one. I'm just gonna keep doing. So you don't want to you don't want to change it up and try the poop out of the dinker? No, it might hurt. It might not. It might feel good. Like, I don't know, but That's, I, I know yeah. that what, I can what deal if, what with What if pooping out of your dinker felt like coming, but it took like 15 minutes? <laughs> it was like a real thick cum? <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd so be, three it'd be times literal as long poop, as my normal? But, yeah. You, you know how you talk about like pulling one out? What if you had to literally pull <laughs> oh, it out? Oh, no. With like forceps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Like you had to get these big metal no! forceps. No! 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 <laughs> anyway, Scott, there. where can everybody find you at? Of course, uh, first you would need something to stretch the... Uh, <laughs> Wide okay, we're we're then, good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good, we're good. I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Pull it out. No, we're good. Damaging the orifice whatsoever. Very important to not damage. I the love orifice. the word orifice. Could, could you imagine if we're you had a splinter in your dinker? How bad that would hurt? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Swearwolf. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter. We've already established that I'm not doing Facebook gaming anymore because my uncle showed up and it was really uncomfortable for me. But uh, I'll be streaming Silent Hill. What's his first uh, name? I don't want to say it because <laughs> he might also listen to this podcast. I don't know. It was so funny to me. 
Can I, can I guess it? Uh, yeah. Uncle Jimmy. No. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. All right. <laughs> you, you want to guess again? You need one uh, more. Um, I feel like Bill. Chris gets one. Yeah. What's that? Bill. Bill? No. No, I don't even. Okay. I I, I mean I know I know I know a, a guy I used to call Uncle Billy, but he's just a, a drunk guy who's real nice. One of my dad's <laughs> friends. Not a real unk, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, Dutch uncle. Hunk, not an unk. Uh, but <laughs> I <laughs> I will be streaming all the Silent Hill games the same way that we did all the Resident Evils uh, like last month, the month before. We doing all the OG Silent Hills worth playing through in chronological order, starting tonight on this podcast. So by the time you listen to this, it's already too late. You can catch next. <laughs> Uh, I'm, live, I'm live Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7 p.m. It's live right now, boys. Um, I am. You can find me on Twitch and Twitter at TCN Plays. I've just been playing whatever the fuck I want to. So if you're not down with that, <laughs> could do something better. I, uh, I've been playing a lot yeah. of. Ma- I'm trying to suck his dick, y'all. <laughs> uh, Mass Effect 3's DLC shit, is, boys. is really uh, <laughs> voluptuous. Not really a word that you th- think of when you think of DLC, but it's very chunky, meaty. So. I thought I was getting close to Mass Effect 3, and then I went off like a four-hour piece of DLC. It completely sidetracked me for the main game. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm probably going to play some video games with Scott like Thursday night. Yeah. Um, because I'm on vacation this weekend. It's going to be super fun. Maybe we'll finally get some fucking hunt in, boys. Um, yeah, cool, but that's definitely it. didn't call me. He fucking didn't call me at all. <laughs> Not at all. Oh, my, oh there my, we go. my mama called me, though. She loves me. Baba said. Baba said. Baba said. And with that, Is we will it, lead you guys out. No, oh, okay, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Lisa out. No, you're good. You guys, you guys love to tag on stuff. No, no, no. Mom. Go ahead, go ahead, lead, go ahead, lead us out. Go on. Go on. Oh, he's got, he's got a tag. That's why he's ready. Yeah. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, it's gonna wrap up episode thirty-four, rule thirty-four of the cynical nerd. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you then. Do you think it's fair to say that Forrest Gump is a hair above R-worded? <laughs> Maybe a hair below. <laughs>